What's up, listeners? New and returning. I wanted to give a quick thank you slash disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, which I haven't done in a really long time. As the returning listeners know, I tried not to edit episodes as much as possible so that you get the full experience. In this case, it was really hard for me to edit out the background noise that you're going to hear through probably, I would say, 60% of the episode. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that loud, and my audio editing software... um, I've done it before, but for some reason it was just too loud and it made everything sound more shitty than just with the background noise. So I decided to keep it in. Hopefully, uh, you know, if you guys listen to this in your headphones, I'm really sorry because it might bother some of you. Um, But it sounds like white noise, so uh, if my podcast doesn't already put you to sleep... Um, you might fall asleep during this episode, so please don't listen to this while you're in a vehicle, uh, at least not distracting, or if you're easily lulled to sleep by my soothing, nasally voice. Um, I've been doing this podcast since Captain America, the first Avenger, which came out in 2011, so thank you guys for listening, uh, for eight years now, uh, that's freaking crazy that I have been doing it this long and that you guys have been listening for this long and uh, putting up with my stupid shit. Um, But I just wanted to say that uh, I started this podcast with less than stellar resources and joked about how anybody could do their own podcast with the equipment that they have in their pocket. And that's how this... This episode uh, was recorded on my phone inside of Big Rich's car. So that that uh, has to do with scheduling. Um, it was a last minute thing. You'll hear it in the in the in the upcoming episode. And now I'm being um, I'm just blabbing because I want to overcompensate for the less than stellar show you're about to hear. But the content, what we talk about is. Uh, Oof. It's good. Um, I wanted to come up with a DC pun there, but I couldn't think anything off the top of my head. It's really late, and I want to get this episode out. I wasn't going to post it at all, but I just think that the contents are better than uh, the sound quality. I guess it could have been a three-second disclaimer and thank you instead of a three-and-a-half-minute intro to this already very long episode uh thanks for sticking with me i appreciate you and i hope you enjoy regardless of the background noise and if it's not that bad please email me fans.aweeklate at gmail.com and tell me to stop freaking out i would appreciate some feedback positive or otherwise enjoy the show thank you
flavor, that's all. Uh, yeah, um, you know what, let's not put an episode number on it, because I don't know when I'm going to post it. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess that's the best way to go. Uh, but, I mean, this is going to be the next one we post, right? What's the next one we're going to do? In the theater? Hellboy. I'm probably going to go... Fuck it, this is, this is episode 114 then. Alright. But, I mean, what are we going to do on Sunday? We could do something old. Right, yeah. Uh, Hellboy doesn't have to be 115, but I know for a fact that this is going to be the next one we post, right? It's got to be. Sometimes a production guy, you'll have to talk to him. <laughs> so, alright. Yeah, I don't see any scenario where this isn't going to be 114. Alright. How long did I just waste? Alright. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a week late podcast. This is going to be episode 114 for Shazam! Exclamation point. Shazam! Uh, that, my friends, is Big Rich. He is my co-host for today. I believe he just said hello. I said Shazam! My name is Darren Torres, a.k.a. Analysis 489, and this is a show where we review movies fashionably late. Uh, I mentioned on the last episode that we were going to be switching things up this season, and I believe this is the first time that I've recorded two shows so close together after having such a long break, so breaking records, good or bad, either way, uh, we usually, for the new listeners, welcome, for the returning listeners, welcome back, you guys will know that, um, this is sort of unorthodox in the sense that we normally record shows on the weekend, right now it's, uh, towards the end of the week, it's a Thursday, and, um, Contrary to our normal format, we will actually be going and watching this uh, basically a day before it's supposed to be released. It's the premiere. It's the premiere, um, like a sneak preview, if you will. Yeah, it's just the premiere, and it's hosted by Yancey Street. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We mentioned them on the last episode as well. They are hosting an event uh, to do this, and we're excited about it. We heard about this last minute, and um, sort of... uh, expanding the responsibilities of Big Rich, uh-huh. you you became the um, Occidental Segway Master in the last episode, um, accidentally, and see how I just still insult you? I, I just and, don't think the Occidental <laughs> is just... <laughs> I mean, go with it if you're happy. I'm happy with it. I'm, as long as you're happy. It's, it works. I mean, I'm it's just not here funny, to... It's it just I'm, works. I'm here to amuse me. I'm sure you're okay, here okay. to amuse I'm, a, I'm here to amuse them. The yeah. very few listeners that we have left. Also, you'll, you'll know... You'll notice that I might be shouting a little bit. There might be a little bit more background noise than you're used to. I'm going to try to isolate it, isolate it later in post-production. Um... But for the most part, uh, we're basically doing this in what I commonly refer to as the MRS for the episode, which is short for Mobile Recording Studio. We are on our way to the the premiere event right now, um, and 
decided to do a podcast on the way to and from theater so we could sort of kill two birds with one stone while traveling and still record. And, so, it, and it's a new theater for us, too, so we're not just checking out a, a new movie, but, but a new theater Do you know well. the name of the theater that we're going to this time? Uh, it is called the Embassy Cinema 6. Okay, you've never been there before. Um, I have never seen a movie there before. Uh, I did go today to purchase tickets, and I did go in the theater to take a quick look around. What was your first impression? Um, when I walked into the theater, I was like, wow, these seats are really nice. I was, uh, I was impressed. And I know you're very picky about that. I, I'm a big guy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm 420 all around, all the time. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I need a good-sized seat. And these were all brand-new, black recliners set up, love seat style, as most places. And, um... It only has 40 seats in the whole theater. Really? Yes. And it is, uh, wow. um, unfortunately, I think it's got a poor design in the fact that you open up the doors and there's uh, one center... Um, one center row. One, one center alley. And you walk right down the center. And there's four seats to the right and four seats to the left, five rows on each side. Huh. And I feel like this is the kind of theater where they should... Um, not have that. That is a little strange. Um, I, I feel like it would be much better if you walk to the right and down either side. I mean, their best seats are right in the center there, and, you know, that was a little disappointing, I suppose. But I sat in a couple of seats, and there's not a bad seat in the house. It's such a small theater. So... That is a little strange of a decision to make that design, though, that design choice. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it, 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 it was. I'm not... Um, you know, as big of a guy, I suppose, and uh, I, I think I'll be comfortable either way. But these aren't the seats that shake, are they? Like they're not. No, no, no. They're just uh, reclining and uh, you know, with a love seat style with an armrest. In the Which center. I'm okay with. Cup uh, holders. You know. I kind of mentioned last time that I think my my Dolby digital seats were broken in that I was I was it was shaking so hard I thought it was gonna break in my butt. I, I think you were just um, a little girl about it. Man. No, I mean it was strong, dude. It felt it felt like it was gonna break off in my bottle. It, it felt good to me. I don't know. But uh, wow, well, maybe you like aggressive or that aggressiveness. Um, for our new listeners, we do have an explicit tag on iTunes. I'm not sure which platform you're listening to, but we're available on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, on Weekly.com, and uh, also. Spotify and I applied to Stitcher, I believe, and also um, the Instagram is at a week late. I was able to grab that name for the Instagram, and uh, there are already probably three or four photos up on there. Feel free to go tag and follow us, and uh, we'll be posting some pictures from tonight, hopefully, and also hopefully some bonus, like a bonus, like a side interview. Um, we might be talking to the owner of uh, Yancey Street Comics and thanking him personally for uh, throwing this event and, you know, inviting us along. I think that's awesome. Uh, I, I say unorthodox for the new listeners because when I say we remove, we review movies fashionably late, um, that there are so many podcasts out there that like to do exactly what I'm doing right now and, and going to a movie early and then releasing their review and then ruining the movie for everyone. But the beauty of this show is, is that uh, after I post it online, since it'll constantly be streaming, um, this 
these episodes are recorded in two different portions. So this portion that you're listening to now, we're going to talk about um, our first impressions of the trailers and everything we've seen in social media so far and, and expectations and expectations in that sense. Um, but we try to go into it uh, as blind as possible. I've got, I like to watch trailers as much as the next guy, but trailers these days contain um, a lot of spoilers and I'm just, I'm really not into that. So the second portion that we record has a spoiler free section and also a spoiler section um, with a very easy to recognize countdown. We'll actually tell you when we're splitting off into spoilers, at which point you can stop listening if you haven't seen uh, Shazam yet, because like I said, we are going to be recording this early, but I don't know when it's going to be released, um, which right. is why the which is why the episodes, uh, why the podcast is loosely based on time travel, because the internet is weird that way. Uh, I can post this tomorrow and um, as long as my, as long as my credit card keeps working uh, post-mortem, you can listen to this online uh, until the end of time, so uh, that being said I guess there's really not that much to um, catch them up on as far as uh, the passing of time because it's literally been like a week since we recorded a show for Uh, Captain Marvel I agree, I agree Um, uh, Do you want to get into your expectations? Or do, oh, let me read off for the new listeners uh, the rating system in the second portion when we actually go and rate the show, uh, the, the movie rather that we're going to go see. We do it on a scale from zero to eleven. Zero being the worst possible thing you've ever seen. It doesn't require your time or respect your time, and eleven uh, being. You've never seen anything like it before. Best thing you've ever seen. You almost shit yourself watching the movie. Uh, we do not... I don't, at least, let the internet sway uh, my opinion. Um, but I do, however, have to disclose that the... description I'm about to read, basically, um, is off of IMDb. Um, and so far, IMDb has a rating for Shazam at 8.1 and a Metascore of 73. And I think as of a couple days ago, uh, we were talking about Shazam doing during the world premiere last week during Captain Marvel's episode. And uh, I believe it's been certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes as well. So... Um, I will get to my expectations in a bit. I'm going to let Big Rich go first. Um, But this movie is two hours and 12 minutes long. Um, It's an hour, uh, 132 minutes. It's action-adventure comedy. It should also be under probably sci-fi and fantasy. And it's rated PG-13. And the director is... David Sandberg and written by, I guess, um, Henry Gaden, who did the screenplay and also, um, I guess, wrote the uh, for the actual storyline, the writing credits, rather. Um, to be honest, man, I don't know much about Suzanne. I don't have much of an expectation. Uh, I have seen the trailer. It kind of reminds me of... Uh, Big with Tom Hanks with uh, some you know what I was going to mention that too. That, that that's really 
it looks amusing. I'm expecting a lot of laughs out of it more than anything else. Which I have and, a problem with because um, let me read the synopsis first and then we'll get, we can get into that a little bit. Um, we all have a superhero inside of us. That takes That sounds weird. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. In Billy Batson's case, by shouting out one word, Shazam, this streetwise 14-year-old foster kid can turn into the adult superhero Shazam. Uh, it stars Zachary Levi from, I'm going to say, TV fame. Uh, he was in a little show called Chuck, which lasted quite a while. It was a really good show. I never got around to watching the whole thing. It's actually still on my list of things to watch. And I don't think he's done really much since then. I, I think this might be like his comeback role, unless I'm super wrong about that. You know who Zachary Levi is, the lead role, yeah? No. No? Wow, okay. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say the, this guy's name correctly, but I do recognize him um, from other movies. Um, Digimon Hunsu. Uh, he is from, actually, he's... He's one of the guardians in the in the Marvel movie from the um, from the Rainbow Bridge, if I'm not mistaken. I know a lot of people think that's Idris Elba, but it's I don't think it is. Is it? I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Um, Mark Strong as Doctor. I have no idea who these characters are. This is part of the problem with DC um, not being a, a DC fanboy. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be anything for me to really compare this to besides some of the it, stuff that I know from it, the comic You're really books. talking about characters that I have no expectations from because I don't recognize right. the main character, so... This guy's I name, I mean, yeah, you go down the list as far as you want. I had heard... Well, this is what I always do. They have to, I have I, to read the credits off. I, I had heard they were trying to cast The Rock as, like, Black Adam or something, but I don't believe that that came to light. As uh, I didn't th that is completely at all. separate. That is a completely separate character and franchise, but they did cast him as that. In what movie? Black Adam. He's oh, that's the name own, of the yes, movie? He's getting his own, yes. Okay, but there is, so there's no Black Adam in this movie? Uh, I don't know. I don't oh, think okay. so. Uh, I don't know what to expect from this movie. Um, Mark Strong is a British actor, and I gotta be honest, I've seen a lot of, uh, I've seen a lot of press on Instagram for this movie, and... I don't know if it's Mark Strong himself, but I, I know him. When you see him, you'll recognize him from other movies. They just nothing off the top of my head. Uh, I think he was. All, I think he was also the black guy. Uh, the black guy. The bad guy. <laughs> wow, he's not even black. And I'm he, the racist one. He's not black though. Uh, he, he was. He was the bad guy. Slip? He was the bad guy in uh, in Green Lantern, which which is another which is another beef that I have is DC. Uh, use DC Comics using um, different actors for different roles and no continuity and to me that just takes me out of all of their movies but um, I guess his name is Dr. Thaddeus and then the kid is uh, there's two kids a couple of kids in this uh, Jack Dylan and Asher Angel um, and basically um, I think I think I kind of spilled the beans on something before we started recording with you uh, a reason why I I'm kind of going along with you that I, I, I really want to just have fun watching this movie because I don't know anything about it. But at the same time, I, I, I do know some of the original comic books and some history um, surrounding why this movie came out in such um, close proximity to Captain Marvel is because DC and Marvel have a history of huge competition with each other, obviously. And 
one thing that happened back in the day uh, was DC, and it still happens to this day, you can draw very close ties and similarities to, uh, let's say, Hawkeye and uh, Green Arrow, for example. Hawkeye being the Marvel version of DC's Green Arrow. Uh, and also Bullseye being a slightly different version of sort of both of them together. Um, then you have uh, Sentry versus Superman. Like, a lot of people think that Marvel only came out with Sentry as an all-powerful being. Kind of close to Captain Marvel, now that we've seen that. Um, and when Shazam first came out in the comics, uh, DC named him Captain Marvel. Uh, which is the same guy you were talking about in the Captain Marvel podcast. You, you, you even said out loud, I thought you did know about this, that uh, Captain Marvel was originally a DC character, and it was a man. Right. And when Captain Marvel came out the movie, and it was a female, people were sort of up in arms about changing the gender from male to female, when they don't even know that that wasn't even the same character. So on DC's side of things, they came out with Captain Marvel... Marvel Comics sued over the name Captain Marvel, got the rights to Captain Marvel, and then DC changed the name of their Captain Marvel to Shazam. Alright. That's... I, I, I didn't know that that happened. I had but no you idea. did, kind of, because you mentioned it in the last episode. I knew the, no, I knew the original Captain Marvel was from DC and a guy. This is but what, I didn't know that yep. that moved to Shazam. This is what that character is. If, if you Google... if Even if you Google Captain Marvel right now, you'll see multiple articles... Of, you know, side by side, um, Shazam next to Captain Marvel because people have been writing articles about the origin of why the confusion. And I think it's um, maybe strategic that DC's trying to take a little bit of the bubble out of the Captain Marvel franchise by releasing Shazam so soon. Um, I don't have. Uh, high expectations for this movie at all. I, I just hope it's fun to watch, and I hope it's not a huge piece of shit. I, I didn't, I didn't like, uh, I didn't like Justice League. Um, I mean, I went back and watched it a second time. For what it's worth, it was better the second time. But, uh, that's just me polishing a turd. It's still a turd. I, I, um, I, to be honest, I'm going into this expecting a comedy. Like I said, I, I'm thinking big with superpowers. Uh, I'm not expecting something overly superhero that I would, um, honestly, for lack of a better term, re respect as an Avenger or right. or a uh, or an X-Men, you know, style serious. Um, the bar is set so uh, high now hero. by those. Is it, it is? You know, I, I mean, it's. Uh, now that being said, I think true hardcore fans of DC Comics. Um, are going to be disappointed by this movie for the fact that it is campy and cartoony. Um, in the in the comics, when he became Captain Marvel slash Shazam, um, let's just say Shazam from here on out. I don't want to confuse anybody gotcha. further. But uh, when he became Shazam, he was a completely different grown-up adult. He didn't act like a child. So I don't know if this movie is tackling the part between when he first gets his powers and becoming an adult and learning how to act that way. But to me, that says that it's just a child's persona in an adult body. That wasn't how the comics were. The comics were the kid is a kid, the adult is an adult, and they're two completely different people 
And yeah, he may. I didn't, have, I didn't know that either. He may have had a sense of humor when he was in the cape as a as a superhero, but um, Shazam is basically a character that carries on like Green Lantern. Gotcha. Um, he's betrothed. A child is betrothed the power. the power and responsibility of being an adult superhero, and maybe that's what we're going to see in this in this iteration of it. And I hope it's good. It's it's they're going in a different direction with it. I agree. I um, agree. I'm definitely hoping for the best. I, I have um, in the sense that you know, yeah. whenever somebody else is given a, a ring, they become the new Green Lantern. Right. That's what I meant by that. But, yeah. Uh, no, I, I get hope that. that was, okay. I hope that came across. No, I got that um, for sure. So yeah, I, I just you know, I yeah. hope I hope I like it because it's an origin story and it's DC and I want I want them to succeed. I really do. Didn't, but so far, didn't Magic Johnson make a Shazam movie? You're thinking of Shaq. Shaq, Shaq, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yep. He did a Shazam movie. It was called Shazam. Uh, it's with two A's, and he played a rapping genie that could grant wishes. Okay, so that was totally unrelated to our Shazam today. Indeed, it is. Okay. Okay. That's Indeed, it is. Shazam. I never saw that movie either, but You're I thought not missing anything at all. It was, okay. It was a horrible movie. I don't know. It sounds pretty good, man. A rapping genie that grants wishes. I mean, for what it is, it's a movie in the early '90s. Have at it. I'm sure you can, you yeah. can get it for free somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't even think Amazon will be like, you want to buy this? Or just have it. <laughs> um, Very good. Thanks for laughing at that. It wasn't really a joke, but. I liked it. Thanks. <laughs> um, do we, did we miss sponsors? Who's um, Besides Yancey Street Comics, we mentioned them last time. I don't know if we can call them a, a sponsor, but. Hopefully after we, after I meet the owner tonight, we can get into some specifics and talk about. I don't yeah, know. They're um, sponsoring the movie event, so that's cool. They are sponsoring the movie event. To be fair. Yes, so. we we purchased our tickets and we didn't get them for free. Right. There you go. So, um, what else? Uh, how far in are we? Man, we we kind of tackled this early. I think. Um, I agree. We definitely did. But I think it's good either way. I, I wanted to. Uh, not rush, but I ended up rushing anyway. But I know we are missing something. There's something we haven't talked about. Oh, we haven't mentioned uh, Game Quest or the art department as uh, some of our local oh, sponsors. I totally there. forgot to ask you before we started recording. What's that? We should have asked Ryan and his kid to see if they wanted to come out and watch tonight. Uh, I agree. That would have been pretty good. Do you think it's too late to do so? Um, we'll hit them up as soon as we're done. I mean, we're about an hour ahead. It would take a really long to get here. Okay. Um, so they'd have to be ready to go on the fly. I mean, I can pause it and then um, find out if you want to do it now. There's no point in having the audience listen to me text him. Yeah, yeah. No, um, and, and, but I mean, I don't have a lot more to say about this other than I'm looking forward to it. I think, um, I don't even know if we're going to be seeing any new trailers that we haven't seen. Uh, oh, we will. We will you think so? Them. Oh, definitely. What, what trailers are we looking forward to in this particular movie? Do you know? Um... Because we actually didn't talk about I heard the Joker is making a movie. Uh-huh. He just dropped a trailer. I've not seen that trailer Speaking yet. Speaking of DC, uh-huh. uh, let's keep it going on that note. Um, yeah. Basically, I, I was making a joke the other day about how I've done so many movie podcasts, it's almost like every single one is a Marvel movie. And I'm not doing that on purpose. It's just, we were talking about before, the bar is set so high yeah. that it's almost the only thing going worth watching. Um, so... In the spirit of you know fairness, I, I'm just as a uh, just as a big fan of um, 
Well, I can't say that. I'm a bigger fan of Marvel than I am of DC, but I, I still am a big fanboy of certain DC properties. Um, probably more along the storyline of Flash and the Justice League, that era. But the movie was so disappointing to me, um, we actually went to do a podcast on it, and the podcast itself got deleted. So that was a sign I was like, well, this movie was so bad that my computer didn't even want to save the footage about us talking about the fucking show. Or the movie, rather. Um, so I'm just trying to give it a fair chance, and it's ironic that we're actually going out of our way to watch a movie early that I have no interest in watching, really. But I, I am giving it the benefit of the doubt. I, I want it to do well. And I'm trying to go in unbiased, but it's really hard to do when DC's been messing that up so far. Um, and I, here, and I here's, agree. They and just can't do what Marvel does. They're not doing it. And they know the formula. They're being shown what the formula is, and they're not carrying through with it. I agree. Um, before we get out and take a break for a minute, I do want to go over the fact, uh, the inconsistency about DC and why I think they're missing the mark here. They just came out with, not just maybe within the last month or so, the, the DC Universe streaming service. And we talked about Doom Patrol for a little while on the yep. last episode. Mm -hmm. uh, Doom Patrol has a character in it, um, Cyborg, who is also in Justice League, and it's played by two completely different actors. Right. They should have grabbed the bull by the horns, taken a note from Marvel, and said, look, we're going to go for consistency here. Um, and I might be wrong. I, I may be so far off, and DC doesn't give a fuck about continuity because they have so many universes going on that they might say that the Doom Patrol cyborg is different than the Justice League cyborg. And I did read an article, actually, uh, sort of explaining that a little bit, and that's fine. But if you want to get as many people on board as possible, do what Marvel is doing and keep the actors the same, for God's sakes. Everybody's going to get confused. We don't know what the fuck universe you're in or what storyline you're telling. And that's not how you gain new and new, new fans. Making such a great point is, although I have not seen the new Joker trailer, I heard it's Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker this time I absolutely around. can confirm. Um, that's been confirmed so, for a while. This is this is just the first trailer of it. I've seen... Um, I haven't seen one yet. But I would like to see one tonight uh, would be great. Um... Uh, I would love to see a, a, a good trailer for that. And, I'm uh, just drinking water and I'm choking. Uh, um, uh, fire water? Or are you okay there, buddy? Wrong pipe, I guess, is what they say. I don't know what that means. Jesus man. Christ, it went down the wrong pipe. I'll smoke any pipe you got. Oh, no. Uh, I wish I was smoking. I'm just drinking water. So. I'm almost choked. Um, yeah, I can confirm from set pictures from Instagram that it has been Joaquin Phoenix. But this is the first time that there's like a live action trailer for it. Um, I'm looking forward to the experience. I, I really don't have another trailer that uh, I'm excited to see that I've even heard a rumor of yet. I would. Uh, I, I heard there's a new Bad Boys coming. I'd love to see a new Bad Boys trailer. Me too. That would be great. Also, a new Men in Black trailer I'll take. I haven't seen one of those yet either. But I heard I have we're getting a, a new one. I have seen a teaser of the the Men in, the Men in Black trailer. Um... um I would imagine, though, that for the most part, this movie is going to have uh, DC trailers for all the stuff that they have streaming, because if they don't do something quickly and get more fans on their streaming app, they're going to be shooting themselves in the foot again, because I believe they have like a, a benchmark, is what they call it. If they don't reach a million subscribers within a certain amount of time, 
or I'm just saying a million, it could be five million subscribers within a certain amount of time, um, the investors are going to pull out and they will have yet another failed, so many, they're doing Stargirl, so many characters that nobody has any idea who they are. Yeah. And they're making shows for superheroes that nobody cares about. Well, superheroes that nobody's heard of, at least. Do you know who the fuck Stargirl is? No, but I certainly watched the first episode. It looks terrible. Okay, well, that, that's possible. Um, and, 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 and given they did, their history, they did, that's more than likely. Titans? Has any? Do you know anybody that's even watching that? Um, I, I don't know anybody that's watching it consistently. That's I will been say, out for a while, and nobody's talking about I, it. I have checked out the first two or three episodes, and I will say that it's way more violent and bloody than I expected it's it to be. It's darker than it's supposed to be, but and, I, heard that, um, I heard that they're uh, spreading their budget very thin on special effects, and because they're making all these no-name TV shows that nobody wants to watch, they're just wasting money for no reason. When they need to be dumping their money into their movie franchises and paying the same actors to, to play the same roles to make it fucking cons a consistent uh, franchise for any movie that you're doing. And yeah. I haven't seen Aquaman going into Shazam. Do you think I should have to? Um, no. For a Marvel movie, the answer would be the exact opposite. you got to watch Iron Man before you watch Thor. Otherwise, some of the stuff they're talking about and referencing, it's not going to make sense. So that's gotcha. that's what DC Universe is doing wrong. That's what DC is doing wrong. I should have to go watch Aquaman in order for Shazam to make a at least a little bit of sense. Because if they're all going to be living in the same universe, and and uh, there is a teaser trailer that has a, a newspaper clipping um, in the little in the little boy's room, which by the way, nobody reads newspapers anymore. Why does a child? in the 21st century even have a fucking newspaper. But anyway, uh, and I don't even know if it's going to be in the movie. Maybe because he has a grandpa. This particular scene, uh, there's a clipping of Batman Superman fighting and the Justice League, uh, a reference to the Justice League. So we're obviously in the same universe, but are they really going to pull that off? And it's like, is Shazam ever going to see Batman? And when he does see Batman, I've already confirmed, it's not even going to be Ben Affleck. They've already fired him. As, oh, yeah. as the I've, Batman. I've, I've heard that he's gonna... and, and that right there is the consistency that I'm talking about. It's upsetting as a fan. And when people... First of all, it's upsetting as a fan when you tell them that your new, bat, that your new Batman is Ben Affleck. Okay, that's not going to work. And then when they actually make it work, you're like, okay, I'm in. And then they pull him. And then they fire him. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're just going to start it all over again. Why the fuck do you keep doing that? Hey, man. It's just how the movie industry is, I guess. I mean, DC's not doing it right, and I hope that this movie proves me wrong, because if it doesn't, um, I don't think there's... And, and, and who the fuck am I but a self-proclaimed movie critic that nobody listens to a show? Uh, but that being said, it's like... If, if, if I'm nobody and I hate it, the, 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 the real somebodies are going to fucking hate it even worse, and they're going to rip you a bigger asshole than I am. I, I don't disagree with any of that, but, uh, you know... Marvel's not doing it right. That's, DC's uh, not doing DC's it. DC's right. not doing it right. Marvel's got the Marvel is the schooling idea. them, and they're literally not listening. And and Marvel has an endless budget. Yeah. I mean, well, they, it's Disney you know, now. Yeah, they're they, done. They have an endless budget. Disney's gonna take over the world soon. And I think that's part of the problem. Maybe DC just got to to to, to the party too late. You know. Yeah, they, they definitely don't have the money behind them that, that Marvel does. And it's, I believe. Um, and they could hire the same talent, the same directors, without a problem. 
And they, they don't. Well, they have Zack Snyder, and they try to do, you know, Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, which I really liked. I liked, then, I liked Man of Steel. But then uh, Justice League ate shit, and Wonder Woman was great. So it's like there's no consistency there. It's just like they need to really nail it down. And <clears throat> I hope that this movie makes me feel like I'm watching a superhero movie from the 90s with really good special effects. Uh, that would be an outstanding scenario. Um, I've read, and I'm, and I'm cheating a little bit because I, you know, I try to go into these movies blind as I can. But uh, there was, there was an expectation, a critic out there that said, um, "This is Spielberg-like '90s movie era filmmaking," and I oh, hope he's right. That's great. Because that's, that's a, a high bar to set, and yeah. he may have set an expectation for me that's just going to disappoint me even more. So I don't know what's going to happen. I hope this is fun. I don't want it to be... I don't want to get so inside my head that I fucking sit there and just hate it before it even comes on. Because that's happened before. Um, well, let's get a couple drinks in you and uh, burn <laughs> one. and uh, And uh, we'll be good to go. So uh, we'll go hit Ryan up and we're out of here. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to cut to the intro or the... Um, I always forget what the fuck it's called. The intermission music. Okay. Uh, um, also, thank you to Aaron Bond and Orlando for the intro music. The intermission music you're about to hear. I don't know if we do get to do an interview with the owner of Yancey Street Comics. Um, I might put it in before the break or after the break because it's going to be separate audio. All right. So no problem. You're going to hear what you're going to hear. We'll handle it as always. And, uh... We'll get to you, and uh, we'll be back for part two of this... Shazam! Episode 114 for Shazam! Exclamation point. I think that's it. Uh, we'll see you in a bit. See you in a bit. We're out. Enjoy the movie if you go watch it with us. And, uh, yeah. Welcome back. Okay, I guess that's happening. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't want to steal. Do you want to keep going? No, I if mean, you're gonna do it, do it. I mean, welcome back to part two of Shazam. Uh, we just attended a uh, very exclusive premiere, yeah. in, my, in my opinion, um, of uh, the, the first showing of Shazam and opening weekend. This is episode 114. Welcome back uh, for part two, like. Big Rich just said, we hope uh, that this episode finds you in good health with you and your family. See what I did there? I did. Um, I really, if anything happened to them in the last <laughs> two and a half hours, I, uh, well, you know, I mean, this, you're in my prayers for sure. We technically don't know when this episode is going to drop, as the kids say. Well, yeah, but hopefully they'll so, listen to it consecutively, and our 30-second departure sure, sure, sure. was two and a half hours. True, indeed, indeed. So, uh, can I say... Uh, First of all, welcome back to the new listeners, and, uh... There shouldn't be a new listener in a part two. Returning listeners. Um, from part one, yes. Sure. Uh, can I say that this movie, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, it tended to stretch a little bit longer than... I, it felt longer than the estimated, 
Then you mean the actual time? The actual time. It felt like it was. I don't know. Do you agree or disagree with that? Because it doesn't necessarily mean I was enjoying it less, just maybe less at certain parts. Um. Yay or nay? I don't know. No, it just seemed like a regular movie to me. I didn't think it was overly long or it's short. Uh, it just seemed like, to me, it was a regular length movie. But I, I had a great theater experience. I don't know how you um, fared. Do you want to get into the rating of the theater itself? Because there are a few points that I think I have to make about that. Um, um, by all means, please start. I'm, I'm, yeah, let's do it. What, so, what did you think? It was a new theater to us. Um, it's funny because I thought it would be. When, in fact, this is the first time I've been back to that theater since my... I, dare I say childhood okay uh, it's just named differently now but this is how old I am I'm, I'm actually I hate it when people say that they're, they're dating themselves because it sounds like you're you're dating yourself like you're going out with yourself on a date like to a movie by yourself but when I say dating myself I am uh, aging myself is the proper terminology I believe uh, this is how old that theater is, and I'm proud to say that I've, I've gone back in its new iteration, and the place is still in business, still showing movies. Um, I actually went to that theater the first time that uh, Roger Rabbit... The, the infamous Who Framed Roger who, Rabbit? Who Framed Roger Rabbit, when that first came out in the theater... Uh, I tricked... I Which was I, late 80s. Uh, I believe, yes, 1988, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds right. And I, I think we may have done a little bit of research on that a little bit of, a little bit ago because we're, we're trying to pinpoint just how long, and I wonder how many times that theater has gone through these reiterations, uh, which leads me to my next point. As, as a matter of fact, the theater experience there was was great. I liked the employees. Uh, we actually ordered food, which I didn't think I was going to like. And even though there were a couple of mix-ups, uh, some miscommunications, which which is bound to happen. Um, Green. Uh, I got to tell you, the food was better than I expected. Uh, there's a possum right there. That was crazy. I've been seeing animals on the side of the road all day, by the way. I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> so golden weird. compass all over again. Which one is your spirit animal? I don't know. You a possum? I can see that. I have no idea. But you know what? Just I quiet, don't... leave me alone, and if I have to contact with you, <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> I'm hissing, angry, yelling. I think maybe um, you're the polar bear that I'm supposed to have on a leash or something like that. Wow, I'm the polar bear. I don't know. Maybe that's... Is that too... Uh, that might be a triple entendre. Um, anyway, I don't know exactly what that means. I, I, I feel like I'm more of a narwhal. But all right. Isn't that um, the whale with the unicorn horn? Yeah, yeah, it is. Weren't we talking... Was it you and me that were talking about that in the last podcast or somebody else entirely? I want to say somebody else because I don't remember having a narwhal I just had a conversation with somebody about narwhal. That's so weird that you brought that up. Which, by the way, that will tie back... Uh, We'll tie back around later. Also, we are back in the MRS. And on our way back uh, from the said theater experience, I digress back to said theater experience. Um, 
the seats. I love the seats. Uh, I, I love the seats. Also, well. also shout out to the owner of Yancey Street Comics, Steve. Steve, Steve. Yancey Street. We did get to meet him. Alas, we did not get to do said interview, but I think it's a good teaser because we still have an announcement that um, I want him to make on this show. If I could possibly do that, we'll talk about that later. Hopefully. Sure, sure, sure. No uh, catch up with Steve. Then. But it was his 50th it was birthday. It was his 50th birthday, and we were basically what three out of five people in the entire theater. It was it was we were like I felt like I was in somebody's living room, and there excuse me, there were people delivering the food that we had asked for. We we ordered yeah. that we ordered, and the food wasn't it it wasn't bad. I was, and it was cheap. I mean, for theater food. For what it was. Absolutely. For what it was, I, I. But, I digress. Like as much praise as we're doing this, if I wake up tomorrow sick as fuck, I'm gonna blame it on them. Okay. Uh, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, Just no, kidding. It's, it's not Just the kidding. drinking. No, it's not the drinking. It definitely at all. wouldn't be the drinking. It wouldn't right? be the drinking no, at all. No, not no, randomly no. on a Thursday for no fucking reason. No, no. Not not randomly drinking for a Shazam. But no, but that Thursday. theater held forty people and there was only five of us in there. It was so much fun though. We, I was reclining like I was at home. Yeah, yeah. And and there was so there was so much room. We were we were just basically chilling on a Thursday, and I was like, yeah, I dig this. It, it wasn't as good as said, you know, like Dolby Digital Experience or anything like no, that. No, no, no. I agree with that as far as theater experience. But uh, I did have a better sound picture and, and that was vibrating the, seats. That was the first time I've been to a premiere of a movie yep. on somebody's 50th birthday. And shout out to them. Can you explain to them um, what the sensory experience Oh, yeah, yeah. Yancey, well, Yancey Street Comics, Thank you, you know, uh, hosted the event. And they, they were showing this movie at 7.30 in two different theaters. Uh, the VIP theater that had all reclining seats and played a, uh, a great movie. And then they had a standard movie theater with no reclining seats. And it was for the uh, sensory sensitive. That's so uh, they leave the lights um, a little less or a little more they don't, up. They They're don't, not as dimmed down. They don't completely darken the room. Yeah, they don't completely darken the room. And the volume is turned down. Right. Uh, it's it's not as loud as a regular theater, and um, you know, and I know that they do that for a, a couple of kids. Mm-hmm. And and uh, mad props to Yancey Comics. Shout for, out, man. That's for, for for doing anything, as far as even getting a second theater just so that the I mean, sensory sensitive could enjoy the film. I don't know. And, I don't know what kind of. Uh, you know what? Doesn't even matter. Like if he lost money on this kind of a deal. Oh, it was his 50th birthday. I'm, just, I'm sure it was a good time. Just the fact that he had something like that locally for kids to go on opening weekend to watch Shazam in a in a sensory what do you call it sensory sensitive sensory sensitive theater. theater. I I thought that was incredible, man. Like the, it was yeah. the first time I've ever. And, uh, and those tickets were a little like cheaper it. than the. They uh, were Mark actually Lonnie. cheaper. Yeah, it was fifteen dollars with beverage and a popcorn for the VIP seats, which yep. were the reclining theater that we were in, or it was twelve dollars with a popcorn and a beverage, and the sensory sensitive. Um, now. Um, and he says that they do this for almost every um, Marvel, DC, and Star Wars movie that releases. Yeah. This is just the first time that I'd heard about it and experienced it. 
And uh, I, you I did say they usually sell out. This was very last minute. I think it's mind-blowing uh, now. I just recently, you know, wanted to get back to the roots of, you know, the podcast episodes and experiencing new theaters and going to try to experience a new theater and ending up at a theater that I've been going to, te- turns out, for decades. But, you know, um, the, la- the last major... Uh, memory I have at that theater is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I, I'm pretty sure I've been to that theater and, since. And how old were you in 88? In 88, I was I was 9? Nine, 10. Nine, 10 years old. Yep. Wow. And I had no business going to that uh, movie. Exactly. Uh, but my but my family knew early on that I was creative and I, and I liked to draw and I liked animation and here we are um, talking about licensing and stuff uh, literally two decades later, if not more, and <laughs> that's, how, that's what it feels like anyway. And um, if it's you look... 30, 30 years ago, by the way. Sure. 31. Okay, I get it. Okay. All right, we get it. I'm just saying. I can do math, too. I, I wanted to... I'm sure, because you said like 20 years. I know, but I'm... I'm <laughs> you know... Uh, somebody's turning 50, they say, oh, 50 is the new 40, and I and I want to believe that uh, 40 is the new 30, hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, oh, not, God damn, that's not. terrifying. Okay, I get it. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, if you look at the end of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, there there's like, there's Mickey Mouse and, you know, Warner Brothers characters all mingling, co-mingling in the same... Oh, that, yeah, Mighty Mouse was the... That I had remember, to, yeah. That had to be a licensing nightmare... And now, fast forward all these years later, and might I, I want to make a point to everybody before we go into spoilers, we're, we're, we're not even close to spoilers, there's still a lot to talk about without talking about spoilers, by the way, uh, but I want to get this out of the way. Fast forward all these years later, and with Ready Player One, licensing nightmare, all those properties under one roof, even to put... Ninja Turtles in, in the same movie as the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah, and, the master, and the Master Chief Noble Team. Everything, and, is, yeah. everything is crazy. Yeah. And then to, to watch DC, and for me to talk about Marvel and DC in the first portion, I'm, I'm really trying to bring it all back, and I got this right now. I've said this before, and you can look on the at a week late Twitter for this almost word-for-word quote. To this day, DC cannot get away with putting a property out that references something from Disney slash Marvel. And even in this DC movie, they still referenced Yoda and Star Wars. So why the fuck you're, you were you were right there, DC. You were right there. Grab it by the balls. Don't do that. Why reference Marvel or Disney at all or Star Wars whatsoever? This is in an entirely different universe where we're supposed to believe that a child can get the superpowers and huge responsibility. You were right there. Grab it by the balls and you missed it once again. Swing and a miss. That's what I wanted to get out of the way before the spoilers, which we are well away from. There's still a lot I have to get off my chest, trust me. And it's not just going to be me... Uh, I hope that you can tell the difference between me being like comedically angry and actually angry because everything that I said in the first portion that I thought was going to go and happen in this movie actually happened in this movie. I wasn't wrong. It was predictable. Was it funny? Yes. Did it get actual chuckles out of me? Yes. Uh, Do I have my issues with it? And what's my score? Stay tuned. How about you? 
Um, did you want? I, I, I'd like to go through my theater experience not, before I even got that. Sure, bar. that's was, why I stopped because I'm not even. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 do I? Am I supposed to give a theater experience number too, like eleven or something? Uh, I don't know. That's Just the for host. the theater experience. What, what, what was the host think? Um, I first of all, the theater experience was great, uh, especially with um, breaking all the rules and going and watching a movie early that I didn't even think I was going to remotely enjoy at all, uh, which again, not rating the movie just yet, but uh, I got to I got to meet a guy who's doing such great things for the community and, by the way, owns uh, a fucking comic book store that I've actually gone to before, before even knowing I was going to meet this guy. Had he not been doing this, I don't think I would have gone and seen this at all. And I have to thank you too, Big Rich, because this, like, like we told you in the first portion, uh, we did not plan this at all, and we've been trying to mix things up a little bit. And that's what I was kind of like joking about with you before. Is like I've stepped you up a little bit in your position or whatever. And I was joking, but not really, because if it wasn't for you, this wouldn't have happened either. So you're—I know you yourself are a big sponsor of the show. So as a co-host and friend, I have to—I th- have to thank you, I suppose. You're, um, you're this welcome. Is, I, I this is the only the time I'm going to edit anything out. Um, <laughs> I, have to, I have to check the time real quick. All right. Um, no, just kidding. That's not going to get edited out. I, I know. No um, I was talking to them, not you. Oh, sorry. I—I <laughs> um, uh, I enjoyed my theater experience greatly. Um, Am I, I supposed to put a number on it? I, I highly, uh, I don't know, do you want to rate? You can if you want to. We didn't do any other theaters with the number. Um, so, you know what? I, I did do that before. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you again. Uh, what was his name? I keep, I'm sorry. Uh, Steve? Steve. Mm-hmm. I know way too many Steves at this point, so every time I say Steve. Uh, thank you so much, Steve. Happy birthday. Shout out to Yancey Street Comics. Um, there will be... A forthcoming announcement we will make soon on this show for them. I, we don't have the permission to do so just yet, I don't think. Uh, but we'll get back to you on that soon. Or do we? Uh, we, we can definitely tell them that uh, this is going to... Uh, they're going to do this again for... Um, oh, I was talking Hellboy. about... Hellboy. Oh. We can definitely... They're doing this for Hellboy as well, which is going to Can be, we say that yet? Yes, yes, we can. We can. Yes. Um, I know that... Uh, I was talking about the other announcement. Um, yeah, you can hold on to that okay, for, right. for now or whatever. Do you know what yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Um, okay, cool. That's awesome. But, uh, but yeah, he's definitely doing this for Hellboy as well. Uh, also with the Sensory Sensitive Theater, uh, um, like they did tonight. Okay. And that takes place, uh, um, I want to say on the 11th, uh, April 11th, or if that's the Thursday. Thursday, April 11th, I think is the actual date. Um, for Hellboy. Okay. Uh, so, and you have to... Uh, well, obviously, when you guys listen to that episode, because we do plan on reviewing Hellboy, we just don't know where yet. Uh, well, right. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll be able to make the event, but we did plan on having an actual Hellboy uh, review. Uh, that is forthcoming. We don't know yet. But... Right. Um, possible. I don't know if we'll make the event. If I'm going to put... Uh, okay, so... Sorry, but please, sorry. get on out there and, and support, uh, you know... Uh, Go to Cinema 6 and support Yancey Street Comics and uh, feel free to attend one of their events. Go to uh, a week late Instagram. Um, I was supposed to take some pictures uh, at the theater and I think I snapped some off, but I, I, I didn't really 
uh, I wasn't really introduced to anybody we got skipped. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I don't know, I felt they had so many posters up in the hallways from so many past events. Yeah. From way movies past, and that's what I like. Like people that appreciate. It, it felt like my garage in, the, in down that it hallway. Was, yeah, it was weird, know? right? It was like they weren't framed. They were it. just I all stapled it. up I on the wall. I loved it. I loved it. You know, overlapping each other. Like I, I said, just, I felt like I was at home. People, yeah. like my no, friend, my my friends, cousins, uh, dropping food off. Oh, you you weren't the one with the chopped up burgers. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, right. Oh, right. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I, we mix this up, and then they go back and they get you the. The tray and everything is just like you know, I, I loved. It. I felt I legit felt like I was chilling out at a friend's house uh, for his fiftieth birthday, and he had two huge theater rooms. Theater rooms, and both of his friends on both sides of the family were hanging out. The sensitive, you know, right. you yeah, know, yeah. and and then the people that wanted to, you know, and what, what's what's funny is is that I normally don't like sitting in the very front row. Me neither. But these were the this these theaters were so big that there were actual seats that were. Did you notice the recliners even closer? Those were handicap companion seats. Those were super close. To yeah, the and those were handicap seats all the way down. Unbelievable how close those were. It's yeah, like, it wouldn't have been cool if you were down in those seats. But when I'm I not. Tr- I'm not trying to make a joke, but maybe I am. Those handicap seats. What if what if your neck what if your neck is fucked up and you can only look straight? You can't see the movie unless you're looking. Unless your eyes are looking straight up, because your neck is—is is, is that a bad—is that bad taste? Edit out. Edit out. Edit out. <laughs> I'm not gonna I, I think you're—you had a low rider wheelchair where you could tilt it back a little. <laughs> You'd be all right, man. And dude, if I was in a wheelchair, I'd be able to do a whole lot of things in my chair. My chair would be like a low rider. We laugh and we make uh, jokes, but they I they have it. I've seen. I it. for real was gonna move um, a whole entire row back. Because um, I thought we were too close, and then I was like, "Let me see what the recliner does," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is good." And the whole time I was chilling, my feet were up. So the the theater experience, the premiere experience, uh, for the for it's ironic that uh, this is a movie I had no desire to watch whatsoever, and I ended up having a good time. Happy birthday to Steve! Uh, I actually had a blast. The experience by itself. Uh, I gotta give it like a nine point five. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna say the uh, the only thing that I uh, that we, the theater was lacking was uh, there were no little tray tables of any kind to put your oh, food on. Oh, please tell that story. Oh uh, God, I totally so, forgot about that. So uh, oh, when I and, and I gotta tell you, when I went in to purchase the tickets, <laughs> I, I chose the back row of the theater because I saw that there were only five rows on on each side. So I took the last row. You texted me that. And then then I said to the people, can I go in and check out the the theater? And they were like, yeah, go ahead. And when I went in that theater, I went all the way to the front row and sat down. And I was like, this is the perfect seat. So I went back out and I changed the seats (laughs) to the front row. And I noticed that there were no tables anywhere to put your food on. Right. And I mean, we ordered two for 22. Which came with an appetizer to share and two entrees and two large beverages. I mean, and that's a great price on a movie Oh theater. my god. Uh, as far as know, large beverages are concerned, these drinks and, are ginormous. Well, they weren't as big as your souvenir cup in, in, a, in a, you know, an AMC or a Regal. My goodness. But still, nonetheless, I, I was like, where For somebody that hasn't drank this much sugar in a really long time, these um, are big-ass drinks. I'm like, where are you going to put, you I'll know, be surprised if I can walk tomorrow. Where, where, where am I going to put my food? 
So I went home and I brought a TV tray table with me totally to did. the theater totally and uh, carried that thing in there like a beach chair, like I was going to the beach, <laughs> man, and uh, set it up in front of my chair, put all my food and on my tray. neck pillow, right? I also brought a neck pillow because <laughs> uh, I was like, if I recline all the way back, you know, oh, I should bring my neck pillow to every movie theater with a recliner. I can't believe And, and I stayed awake. Oh, I never fell asleep. My theater experience was great. I thought it got a little warm in the theater a couple of times, but I felt the air kick on several different times, and I was like, oh, that feels good. I forgot. So, That's why I, I made it a 9.5, because I felt like um, after they shut down the kitchen, they also shut down their AC. That's what I felt. I know you gotcha. disagree, but for me, it got really hot. But I run hot all the time anyway. So uh, I forgot to mention that. That's why I didn't get a perfect... And also but, the, the, the mishap with the miscommunication. But that was the... the, that, the that's really... The only complaint I had was no trade tables, and um, it, it got a little warm at one point, which I wasn't even upset about because they did, the air did kick on. So, so and yeah, the experience I, overpowered the negativity. I'm, I'm 100%. gonna. I'm, I will also give it a 9.5 out of 10. Um, without right, a doubt. Just, hell yeah. So I really had a good time. I did too. It was uh, the menu was good. It was very reason. Everything was very reasonably priced. It was, uh, it was it was a great time. Shout out to everybody involved. Uh, I hope the miscommunication about the food. It's nobody's listening to this. They and, even know, you know we're doing a podcast. And we did run into Robbie, that man from Man Cave Comics. Now, how do I know well. him? Um, did he go to Game uh, Quest? Shout out to Game Quest. Yes, yes. He used to he, he used to participate in a lot more Game Quest tournaments than he does as of the last year. So, uh-huh. um, but you know, he he had a kid and stuff. He's busy, so he's got a lot going on. But he's a great guy, and he you does like how run. I'm, I'm insulting him for not showing up that much <laughs> and then shouting out GameQuest. So, hey, but, shout out to GameQuest for ruining people's lives with your tournaments, your right, awesome no, tournaments no, no. available this weekend at uh, Game so, Quest. Well, I don't know that he impregnated somebody directly through the game tournaments. I can't. Well, we can only I, hope. I have no idea where that only, happened. We can only so. hope. But um, they used to have a, a, a back office available to the public. That's where we recorded said podcast. At Game Quest, yes. Yeah, it was a very great time there as well. Uh, <laughs> Still love being at that place. There's a game tournament uh, uh, in two days. We're going to play Dr. Mario. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, On the Super Nintendo, Dr. Mario. Do you think that um, I should try to release this episode that we're recording currently the weekend of so it's relevant or if I do this the following weekend this would already have passed and the tournament's already over yeah it won't it won't matter you do, you do whatever you want well that's so, the whole uh, back to the future thing time travel thing I was talking about so I just threw um, the dates out there in case it happened beforehand thanks, but nonetheless thanks I mean, a lot for that uh, you know, now I have to worry about another we had another thing oh yeah that's, I gotta talk to my production manager should uh, do that <laughs> the new listeners that. are like what the fuck um, oh, right. No, I love it. So, uh, yeah, it, it got a 9.5 for me. So good. And it was I had great so much fun. Now, do you want to talk about the actual movie itself? Sure. Um, you see how we can stretch this out, people? I, this I this enjoyed, is going to be a dope-ass podcast. Go I, ahead. I, I definitely enjoyed the movie. Um, my prediction was that it was going to be, like, big with superpowers. Uh-huh. And, and to a small extent, it was. Yep. I, I believe the movie even paid... Uh, just a second of homage to the movie Big, um, as well. May I interject? In the last episode, I said homage or homage. Uh-huh. That doesn't make me sound pretentious. Uh-huh. Uh, 
please email fans.aweeklate at gmail.com. I really want to know because I say homage and I don't think it sounds pretentious unless I hear myself say it. You said homage, which I sometimes say too, but now back to why. <laughs> because it, it really does put, a, and I said predictable earlier, there were some certain things I knew that were going to happen. Um, it, it's kind of like an, it, it is an origin story, but with very similar elements, and some of them were predictable, and you called the, the, the big story, but with superhero powers. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was just like the big movie with Tom Hanks with superhero powers. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I guess without ruining it, they are having a fight in a, in a store, right? Um, yeah, 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 they do have a fight in a story, yep, yep, and several stories. Yep. I suppose, and, uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 I guess it's safe to say, if you want to start from a variable beginning, uh, without spoiling anything, obviously, uh, it's in the trailer, this guy, Billy, this kid, Billy Batson, um, well, there's, I guess there's a couple of origin stories, too, which I actually appreciated. But what you're talking about is the homage uh-huh. to Big and the keyboard. What do you call it? The floor keyboard? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. The, the key floored? Is that a thing? I don't no, know. I don't think so. It's just a big roll-out keyboard that you step on. But I, I was expecting the, the, them to play chopsticks. Oh, that would... Well, there's a difference between, I think, homage and copyright infringement. And I think I think that might have nice, been, nice. been a little bit of problematic there. You say homage, I say copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's uh, funny. So, uh, yeah. But you were totally right about that, and that's what I was saying about, um, you know, is this movie a little bit predictable? And I, I really don't, I really still don't think that DC has a pulse on who this movie was for. Was it for 13-year-olds or was it for 30-year-olds? And the answer is yes, they tried to write it for both, I think. They did, they did. And I think they missed the mark on some because I know we were only in a... In, I know this is an early screening, and I know it was for a birthday party, and I know it was for the experience, but if this is any inclination, the five... Also, the five people that were in the theater were probably some of the most critical comic book nerds, otherwise they wouldn't be there for a premiere on, on some dude's 50th birthday that we all like, you know what I mean? Those were fans, and jokes that were supposed to be funny, I was like, ooh, that did not go so well. That joke did not land, it didn't hit properly, even to the DC nerds. Those jokes didn't, they, they, they didn't go where they were supposed to go. Um, and I think that's... an exact representation of where the DC franchise, if they don't course correct right now, they're going to be in trouble. Their their entire franchise is going to go the wayside of the jokes that some of these jokes landed in this movie. Yeah, but the people have been saying that for the last, like, seven DC movies. That they have not course corrected. They're still... That's my point. They're still alive. I won't call them thriving. But they're still alive, and um, you know it is what it is. Uh, I'll, I I would much rather have it than not have it, 
for sure. You know what? And that is yeah. my opinion of most of the DC movies. I I mean, I agree with Suicide you. Squad, the the Justice League. I mean, even the Green Lantern. And I would rather wow. have the movie. I don't agree with to, that one to, at all. I would rather have the movie to critique Jesus than Christ. to not have the movie at all. I mean, better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. Okay. Did you? Did you? Um, did I get an answer from you before in that you watched Aquaman or no? Yes, I've seen Aquaman. You have seen it. Yeah. Uh, this movie makes me want to go watch Aquaman. If if I had as if I can have as much fun watching Aquaman as I did Shazam, uh-huh. I'm fine with it. That was so. I did not. This was not a bad movie. Uh, was it campy? Was it um, a little lost at times? Do I wish there were there were already two origin stories in this one movie, which I can really appreciate because um, I guess that's what all superhero movies do, right? They tell you how the oops, they tell you how the enemies. I was I was catching one thing and not the other yeah. story of my life. Um, sorry about that noise. Anybody wearing headphones? Uh, um. But we did see the origin story of the villain before we saw the origin story of the hero in this uh, movie. I, I, and I really like that part. I don't think that's a that's a spoiler at all. Because so far, nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about. Either uh, way. I, no, I agree with that. Um, did you want to swing by Evom? Because we, we still have a lot yeah. to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, without spoiling anything, but we can we can do this in parts. No problem. Um, so you want to go? Straight, I, I know what I'm doing. Straight. Yeah, yeah, we're good. The, the light. I got. Um. Uh. So I really like that part. Um. I. I. I don't know why that's that's been lost on me this entire time. Uh. I thought that the, so what happens is that this movie starts right away. I mean. It gets, it gets straight into uh, history. The history of all the characters, like right. straight, the origin, straight yeah. up. Um, what's funny is I wanted to talk about the trailers first and how you missed it, and how you walked into the first trailer that you wanted to actually watch. But uh, uh, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna get back. Did to I that. did I give you my opinion of Aquaman at all? No, we never got to it. My, my but opinion, I think it's because I haven't seen it. My opinion of Aquaman is it's the best Trident fight I've ever seen. Oh, you did tell me that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can, I can do that too. It's called, uh, it's called Injustice. So I was playing Injustice at the time. I see. Um. So I really, I really enjoyed that. Uh, basically, like most movies, there is sort of like a uh, "woe is me" father figure involved in all of this, you know. Um, and that is, uh, that, oh, we were talking about this guy in the, in the very first portion, uh, the, the, the dude from, uh, the Golden Circle, weren't we talking about this before? Yeah, yeah, from, um, um, yeah, not the, what was the, the, the name, not the Umbrella Guy there? Right. <laughs> the Umbrella Guy. The Umbrella Guy. Which is funny, uh, speaking of Umbrellas. Um, we were just talking about the this. Kingsman. Kingsman, thank you. Kingsman movie, yeah, yeah. Um, I I knew as soon as you in the first portion, I knew as soon as you saw him that you were gonna remember who he was. Yeah, and, I did, and I liked him. And then I forgot who the so, fuck he was. 
I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. Gosh. Um, so what ended up happening was is that he was on a car ride with his older brother and his father. I, I completely... Can I say something? Uh, I completely enjoyed possibly the first half of this movie more than the second half because I really enjoyed the rise of the villain more than the rise of the hero. I just realized that. Um, Is that I, weird I, to say? Well, well, the what was different was the rise of the villain was targeted. He, he'd been trying to figure out how to become powerful the whole time. Yeah. Whereas because our, right hero, our hero yep. was thrust upon. It was never seeked. It was never asked for, understood. It was right. just thrust upon him, you know, because he met the qualifications at that moment. <laughs> and uh, At that moment, that, was that it. it fit. It, it worked, so it was the best option available. It's interesting. Can I turn this down just a bit? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're going to try to alleviate some of the background noise, but now the windows are open and there's going to be traffic sound, so... I'm going to do my best to take out the uh, background noise in post-production. Anyway, I think we've done a good job. We got here really fast. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought that was going to take longer. Uh, we're at our destination, and I think we're going to take a break here soon. But I'm going to wait till the crowd thins out a little bit more because we still have a lot more to talk about, actually, before we get to spoilers. Um, are you uh, good? Uh, I am good. I, I just i am not sure what else we... I'm barely through the first five minutes of the movie. It starts right away, and when I say, um, I, I don't mind that at all. It, it started action-packed, and like I said, I think it's, I think it's um, basically, uh, I think that um, Wonder Woman so far is one of the best, if not the best, DC movies that are out so far. Uh, I liked this movie better than Justice League, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I I hated Justice League because it let me down the first time I watched it. The second time, not so much. It filled in a lot of the gaps that I was asking about in the first one. But um, as far as the same universe, is this movie... Uh, yes, it is in the same universe. Batman uh, and... The, the Batman, these kids definitely exist in a universe where Batman and Superman exist. Yeah. And they love superheroes. And the only superheroes that exist are Batman and Superman. That obviously. They me- that they mentioned in the movie. That they mentioned from the movie. Uh, right. they're, the kids are wearing bat packs uh, of DC superheroes. They're wearing... Uh, we saw the Batarang. We saw the Batarang, um, which, by the way, is, is this movie perfect? No. Uh, Batarang is one of the main things that you can say that will remind me why this movie isn't perfect. Uh, but that's for the spoilers. Uh, that's why this movie does not get a perfect score for me, first of all. Um, spoiler alert, this movie did not get a perfect score for me. Me Um, uh, that being said, uh, was it, was it better than Justice League? I would rather watch Shazam with a family member or a friend that knows nothing about any superheroes at all because this works okay it's a standalone it is a standalone for sure DC movie by itself it doesn't require Aquaman it doesn't require even the existence of Batman and Superman but I like it because it gives the movie 
purpose to move forward as a as a narrative. You know I'm a sucker for Storyland. I always say that in this podcast. Yeah. And the the love that this kid had also uh, the the theme of family. Um, us not even knowing. Uh, I'm not, if I if I talk any more about family, I'm gonna spoil it. Uh, because I was not expecting uh, the twist at the end at all, which mm-hmm. most DC movies are not uh, privy to at all whatsoever. Um, you really don't have to be that smart to watch a DC movie. Uh, this one, you kind of have to keep up with a little bit of storyline, and it doesn't suck. I, no, I, I had fun watching it. Did I think it was too campy? There may have been misplaced jokes. Um, can you kill your lights? Sorry, your headlights? No. You cannot? No. They're running lights. You That's my headlights. Oh, Jesus Christ, those are bright as fuck. Um, I mean, it really looks like the bat signal over here. You gotta, you gotta cut that shit off. Um, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. You That's didn't. Not no, nothing about the bat signal. Nothing. No, nothing. No. Jesus Christ. Well, I know. I was talking about the brightness. Anyway. And uh, once I found out you couldn't I, cut your lights, I made a joke about the bat signal, and you did nothing about it. It wasn't a good joke. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. Wow. Um, All right, cut that out at uh, 38. Uh, uh, yeah, 50. go ahead. Um, I'm not doing it. I will mention that uh, yes, this movie provo- promoted that at least. Um, uh, that's fine. Uh, this movie promoted uh, a unique, wonderful family value, in my opinion, that I've not even seen Marvel attempt. Hmm. So interesting uh, that I that I thought was unique and wonderful. I was very pleased with that part of what our you're story. saying is that this movie has heart. Um, Something that I hate when people say, and I know you avoided mm-hmm. it, maybe on purpose for me, and I and I appreciate I'm, that. I'm more of a fa- you can call it heart if you want, but I'm more of a family value guy. Uh, also, I'm a Walking Dead fan, by the way. Oh, there you and, go. Uh, Thank you for they, mentioning that. They did have Jerry from The Walking the, the Dead of yes, Season sir. 8 and 9. We were that, just uh, talking about that in the last episode. Um, yeah. Catching uh, up on The Walking Dead. Shout out to and, Jerry from yeah, The Walking shout Dead. Yeah, out to Jerry. Did a great job in this did movie. Did an excellent job, man. He, what a great role for him. He, speaking of heart, he role. was the heart in this movie. Oh, yeah. I oh, just, yeah, like, was. much like you, Big Rich, mm-hmm. he's, he's the Asian Big Rich. You just want, you want, you see, you, you see him. Minus mm-hmm. that tattoos and the ponytail, you just want to give him a hug. Mm-hmm. And I mean that for both of you. It's not like he's listening to this. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was great. I agree. I, Thank I, you I for just, shouting him out. I appreciate yeah, that. I really thought that the family value aspect of this movie was unique. It was. And, and a wonderful... I did not see it coming. No, it was unique and a wonderful surprise. I really enjoyed it. Um, and, you know, and it was great. And I, I think... It was very good. It has a lot to do with what we were talking about before. Maybe the fact that we've never read... Oh, Oh, yeah. You're going to tell him now? Yes, I am. You do it. Mainly because I've never read the comic book before. We didn't see the end coming. We're getting ready for spoilers. This isn't a spoiler, but shout out once again to Steve and his... uh, Yancy Street Comics. Yancy Street Comics and his 50th birthday because... uh, There was a door prize. I had a little bet with Big Rich, and I picked my own uh, door prize. uh, You picked your raffle ticket. My raffle ticket. I picked up the tickets. I had three (laughs) raffle tickets. You picked your own raffle ticket. And I made a joke about never winning anything. And And I won. And you won. The uh, graphic novel uh, 1 through 5, New 52 Shazam. I had a choice between the original. I have to apologize. I know he's not going to listen to this, but... uh, must I, I gotta tell you, um, the kids in this movie, 
the the actors, everybody nailed it. I think. Um, oh, I thought so too. The the kid, I I and I got to give it up to um, Zachary Levi, and the little kid. They did a good job of be, basically being each other. I, I agree. Yes, yes. They were I, mimicking the each adult, other. Their mannerisms the, yeah, the, the entire adult time. And the child, yeah. I liked the. I didn't think I was gonna like the lightning effect when he said Shazam and he just appeared out of nowhere. And how stupid are people when there's a lightning bolt right in front of you and a and a child turns into an adult and you're like, where did the adult go? Or vice versa. Like, what the fuck? Really? Are you that dumb? But I, it seems like a lot of the pedestrians in the DC universe are stupid. If I don't wear glasses, <laughs> I'm Superman. If I wear glasses, I'm a fucking nerd with a podcast. Right, um, right. Um, did I just compare myself to Superman? I think I did. You did. Well, at least uh, Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> right, indeed, I'll take that. I'll still take um, Clark Kent. He's still cooler than I am. He got the girl. Um, I have no Lois Lane. But, uh... uh anyway, I digress. Uh, but, yeah. Um, Lois Lane. <laughs> I can't, I can't get Lana Lang, for that matter. Oh, speaking of which, can I say something about that? Uh, the father uh, of the bad guy uh, yeah, yeah. is, and here's what I'm talking about, DC. They are infamous for using the same actors for different characters within their own universe. The guy that played the father, yeah. uh, which, by the way... Their company logo looked like a straight-up swastika. Did you notice that? I did. I did notice that. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Like, yeah. can they be any more blatant? Yeah, I'm being uh, the bad guy, yeah. I, I mean, know. even Marvel has the, the fucking, what is it? Um, the, 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 the Hydra. The Hydra that is mm-hmm. basically an offshoot of Nazis. Yeah. And even they don't have that sort of blatant, like, imagery. Right. I agree. Uh, but it's funny because the guy that played the father that owned, I think it was called... Sigiva or Sigma yeah, or something like that. that. Yeah. Um, what about he, him? He was Lex Luthor's father in Smallville. The same oh, really? fucking actor, and I that's a know, and that's a DC thing. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. That's how big of a DC nerd I am. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of people think that I and I am. I, I am a self-proclaimed Marvel fanboy, but I do know a lot about DC as well. <laughs> And this is one of them. I know actors, and I know actors' faces, and I know that DC is fucking up by using different actors, or the same actor for different roles in the same universe. You're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. I recognized him immediately. I've, I've watched Smallville. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm a grown-ass man, and I'm telling people that I watch yeah. Smallville. Yeah. Uh, and that is Lex Luthor's father in the DC universe. That is, that, that's fucking Smallville. That's, that's Clark Kent when he was a child. Or mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. least in the the high school years, mm-hmm. and what they're doing with Gotham is the same thing they did with Smallville back in the day. And guess what? Gotham is better than any of the anything I've seen that DC's put on the big screen. I agree. Gotham is a great show. It's a fucking great show. And yeah. wasn't Smallville the name of your last porno as well? Ah, oh, oh, nailed oh, it. Oh, thanks, thanks. That was a good one. Oh, um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. How like, dare you? That's my fucking joke. <laughs> All right, edit that out uh, at uh, forty-four fifty. Uh, the, the kid in the movie who had the crutch, the the mildly crippled kid. Um, yes. I I did enjoy his role, and he reminded me of a young, annoying, crippled version <laughs> of Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, Fred, oh, no. what is this? Fred Savage. No, no Fred, Frankie, Freddy, Frankie, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me of a oh, young, wow. a young, annoying, 
crippled version. That completely erases what I was going to say about him. So, but but that's what I got. That's and good. No, that's was, good. And it was that's a, fair. He did a great job. I mean, I really enjoyed his role in the movie. But that's what he reminded me of, and I was like, that that, that just made me laugh. Can I say uh, you had a good laugh at the? Um, I don't know what her name is. I wish I did. I don't watch This Is Us. Uh, some of my family members watch This Is Us. I don't watch. It's this a show. it's an NBC show, mm-hmm. and it's one of these shows that jumps around in timelines. It's not necessarily a time travel show, right? But it's the same exact actors portraying themselves. DC, are you listening? Mm-hmm. And they just jump around in the timeline, and they're just in makeup. Great makeup, by the way. Uh, sometimes they're in the '70s, sometimes they're in the '90s, sometimes they're in the present, and they all look different. They're all playing themselves, but the the little black girl. From this movie, they're all an adopted family. She's the cutest thing with the little buttons like yeah, on the side. Yeah, yeah. And um, I can't, I don't know her name. I wish I did. She genuinely got when she told jokes. Everybody laughed in the theater, and oh, there, yeah. were, there were five people in the theater, yeah. and everybody laughed. That's a hundred percent. The other jokes, not so much. Which brings me back to before. It's like there, some of these jokes were hit and miss, man. And it's like, ooh. Yep. Uh, yep. Did you feel it too? Like the silence in the theater when those jokes didn't land, it was harsh. Um, I agree. Or no, uh, am I, I being too I, overly? I think you're being a little too overly. I don't think a lot, a lot of them were designed to hit, and I think some of them will hit to other audience members, a larger crowd. Right, sure. right. Some of them. We were there for you know. This was so exclusive. You guys have no idea. It was for yeah. a movie I didn't even want to watch. Uh, this experience is great, and, and the, the movie, movie was, was better than better than I thought it was going to be for sure. One hundred percent exceeded my expectations. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We still have a lot more to talk about without spoiling. Do you want to do? I don't, I don't really have much more without spoilers. Oh, I do. Well, we're we're just to the part where the the enemy, the bad guy, has an origin story. And yeah, but I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, and I, we, I've covered We can still talk I about think. it without spoiling it. Okay, so fast forward. Maybe 15 years, 20 years. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, bad guys looking for symbols that can that he can try to find the people, uh, the one true chosen one. Um, we we still haven't talked about the demons in the, uh, in he, the realm. None of that. He, yeah, but he was. I mean, that's that's that. That's not to me. That's spoiling. Is it really? I think it is, man. You're giving away a lot of stuff. You just gave away fucking Those are origins, demons though. and shit. <laughs> origins are fucking... I mean, dude, origins are okay, spoilers. All right. I mean, so are we already to the to the chamber where the bad guy is? I mean, you That's can't already get, spoiling? Yeah, you can't go through the movie, like, step by step without spoiling it. I mean, so far, I don't... All right, I guess... I, I think you've already given away a couple all of right, spoilers. All right. You know what? Your new position as production manager... Am I another? We have another production manager. Now? You're, you were. You're the one that said. You know what a production manager does. And um, and half of it you did today. You secured our tickets and our seats, and then you shed on the rest of your night. Which at that at that point, I had to put my production manager hat on and rescue the rest of the night. Um. Okay. Um. Now I'm back to being myself. I feel. I, I feel like know. I'm more of a location scout and secure. Oh, maybe. Now you're now you're assigning yourself. That's how much power I've given I just, you. I just feel like that. That's much more... like this movie. If you give someone too much power, go straight to their head. They just take it to the top. All of a sudden, they're being think, taken advantage of. I mean, you just call me a production manager that <laughs> slacked off on my job. So yeah, maybe I'm a C production manager, but I'm an A location locator and securer. I think you just made that up, but I like it. Thank you. Um, all right. So per that. 
we are going to talk to Amazing Mike. We are at actually one of our, I can actually say this, one of our legit sponsors now, uh, Beer Frog and Yvonne Lounge. We will be shouting them out and tagging them soon on our Instagram, which is at a week late on Instagram. It's the same as our uh, Twitter, at a week late. Uh, on SoundCloud, at a week late podcast, I think. And uh, Facebook.com slash a week late podcast. So mm-hmm. this is where we are telling anybody that has not watched uh, Shazam. Shazam just yet. Uh, pause it here this is where we will play the intermission music by our good friend dj aaron bond out in orlando what's up and we'll be back for you're gonna hear like basically wait a minute not the intermission music this is the spoiler countdown it is my bad aaron Aaron bond still rocks though he does but time travel fucks with your head people give me a break when when uh-huh. you time travel as much as I have, time is not it's 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 not. All right, we'll take a break. We'll see you yesterday. <laughs> time to go. We're doing. You're you're gonna hear. Uh, we're gonna take a pause, but then uh, in post production, I'm doing the spoiler countdown here. Uh, you'll hear a spoiler countdown. So anybody that hasn't watched the movie, pause it now. Go watch the movie. Do you recommend people watching this? Oh, absolutely. Should we wait? We're gonna rate this before we do the spoiler countdown. Uh, we, can, we can rate it if you want. What did to. you What did you rate this movie? I tell you what, I'm gonna give this movie. You forgot the most important part. Um, I, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Oof. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give it. I, I'll give it an eight point seven seven seven. There, shut it down. It's a little high for me, uh, but I'm gonna give this a. I'm gonna give it a seven, uh, seven and a quarter. This movie gets from me. All right. Um, and we will tell you why uh, this is not perfect, uh, and we'll tell you spoilers. We'll be back. Okay. Right after this. See you in five seconds. Welcome back, everybody, to our final installment of this. Number 114th episode of Shazam with the spoilers. I'm so glad we get to talk about it with spoilers now. I'm, I'm always so cautious in the in the last part. You hate that about part. not saying anything that, that I shouldn't. You hate it. And I, now we can talk about it. And they all died. I mean, I'm so glad we could just say that wow. right now. <laughs> this is why I didn't want you to get the so, reins. And so, I gave you the reins. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, they didn't all die. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying I, <laughs> I, I, I love it. And... Um, yeah, love the spoiler stuff. Can I say that um, I, at one point, wanted them to all die? Oh, wow. In the movie, huh? I, I didn't... I don't usually That's wish that. Way, but it is, it's one of my favorite endings, but I don't far usually forward. wish that on Way far forward, but far I know. But, uh, go ahead. What, one of my greatest... One of my favorite parts about this movie, I mentioned in the last part, was that it really uh, had a nice twist on family and a nice aspect on, on family. And it is that he comes from a step-family. That he's a foster kid, and um, that's very prevalent in the movie. Goes something, into a foster house. Something with, we didn't even mention in the first portion. No, uh, I felt it was a spoiler. I've been holding on to it, so that's why I only it, mentioned the family thing. It you know? was in the synopsis that we read off of IMDb that he was a foster child. Honestly, I wasn't listening to you at that point, because I feel Great. like you spoiled the I'm movie. I'm glad that you're me. living in the moment. So, well, I am, but I, I didn't want to listen to what was going to happen in Go the ahead. movie. Go ahead. Continue ruining my uh, so, self-esteem. Go ahead. And, um, 
but but yeah, I like that it was a foster family, that he was a foster kid, and that he really did find that solid family feeling with that foster family uh, in the end. And I, I, I really enjoyed that. And again, uh, my man Jerry from Walking Dead playing the dad, the uh, foster dad. I mean, he I was the heart. Role I and think he was, even though he played maybe a cameo, what people, I, don't, I think it was more than a cameo. It was a bit part. It was a bit part. Yeah, it was more than a cameo. Yeah, it was a bit part. So Hold and, on, I'm sorry. I'm waiting for the the very loud... Uh, I can barely hear that motorcycle. It's going it's, to... It's picking up. I can, okay. Uh, also, welcome back to, uh, again, spoiler. Uh, we're, we are now at a completely different location. The background's going to sound different, but you're still going to pick up uh, background noises. Uh, just to let you know, um, those crickets that you're picking up in the background, those are not fake. Those are real crickets. I thought that was you were personal audience members. Yeah, they usually nothing, nothing it usually is. It is, usually is. I didn't uh, I didn't yeah. think they were gonna pick up on that. Oh, um, gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, if you ever come to any of my live shows, uh, you will literally hear crickets in the background. These are real. Uh, and for later jokes, I might record these and put them in my actual jokes because this is actually a better audience than I normally have. Nailed right, it. right, right. Uh, large attendance uh, <laughs> of crickets tonight, yeah. Large attendance. Yeah, yeah. Darren's apartment. It's kind of like Joe's apartment, but with crickets. Yeah, right. and they're not inside. Right, right, right. right. I'm, I'm I put, I put, all I put them in their places. Nice. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, can, can we... Okay, so that being said, um, it's, it's going to be very strange because we are going to jump back and forth, much like this movie does. Uh, I'm going to rewind a little bit to where I was talking about the origin of the... The the bad guy, the uh, the, super the super villain, super villain, super villain, right. um, and I, I believe that that there's something to be said about uh, how I was rooting for 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 who I thought was the rightful Shazam, as it were. Uh, he was called upon in a very troubling time, and uh, he had daddy issues, and this was his way of. Uh, completely getting to uh, the chamber of um, the the Shazam lineage uh, played by. Can you can you get your phone out? Are you hooked up to the Wi-Fi oh. so we can do the uh, IMDb stuff? Because I want to. I really want to uh, call back to the actors that deserve being called out. I'm not on the Wi-Fi. Um, I have. The code we can put that in later, but uh, the 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 guy from the bad guy, the the print from Kingsman. Yeah. Um, even, even if you're not on Wi-Fi, do you have enough signal to look stuff up or no? Uh, really I can pause it right now. It'll it'll take two seconds for them. Uh, or no, yeah, we should have. I have a very weak signal. We should have done this before. Uh, can you can you not look up the Google from before, or is it too bad? No, it's gone. Anyway. Uh, well, all right, we're gonna pause it or no? Sure. And of course, as soon as I do that, this fucking shit turns out. <laughs> all right, so Mark Strong. Mark Strong is his name. Uh, the 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 villain in in my in my opinion, um, to me. I was more interested in his plight when I thought that he was going to be the hero. I see. Yep. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I can see it. And and I was um, so it, just the the research that he did to. He spent he spent his lifetime trying to get back to a moment that he had that no one ever believed existed. Nobody ever believed it. Right. So, so he became a doctor. Yeah. And started his own research. Yeah. To you know find the realm. Mm. And and he did. And I'm glad you said something about the realm because I think I'm going to come back to that later as far as um, – and I'm glad you said that. Uh, can we talk about the amount of time it took people to learn about their superpowers and what they actually were and sure. and blow your mind about not only um, were we talking about the rebirth of Shazam from being the original Captain Marvel yeah. in DC, mm-hmm. uh, but also why – that's relevant and how um the mythology and um theology and religion overlap in this movie multiple times with the oh, yeah, yeah the greek mythology with the prayers at the kitchen the table catholic, and it overlapped the catholic i mean just the good and the evil mm-hmm. was greek mythology <clears throat> to catholicism and it was like really? but but not to mention at the very beginning when he first was be- betrothed the powers, he goes, you're about to get all of these powers from all these different gods. Right, right, yeah. Uh, no, uh, Can you name... Wizards, wizards not well, gods. The, well, the wizard, that's mm-hmm. another thing. Um, that's a, Thank you for, for bringing that up. The wizardry, uh, the magic, um, this movie is also very confusing. The theme isn't always there. And there are things that we learn very late that I wish we would have learned early on. It's like, oh, all of a sudden there are magic doors, mm-hmm. for instance. Um, we it, saw, it was Monsters, Inc. style. We saw, yes, it was. Yeah. We saw that at the very beginning, but it was not a major portion of the movie until all of a sudden it was. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is fucking weird. All of a sudden there are doors that he's like, oh, even they but made they a joke about explo- it. They never explored the realm to that point. Right. Though. Even in the even in the movie, they were like, okay, enough of the doors. We have to stop opening those. Stop opening doors. There's nothing good behind them. Whereas in um, in Doctor Strange, all they wanted to do was open doors because that's how you're going to defeat everybody. Throw them in a dimension and leave them there. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. Well, Doctor Strange opens windows. Okay. Well, no, there were literal doors. There were literal doors. He fucking turned knobs, and the doors opened and closed, and they, they left people in the desert. Yeah, you're right. They did. Turning, opening, right. opening doors. That. Yep, they did. Um, so th- there were a lot of parallels that I, I really, again, uh, loopholes that I call them. But you know what? Um, again, that might be a callback to something in the comics that none of us understand, but it was very misplaced and confusing, and... There were, at, towards the end of the movie, like the third and fourth acts, there were many things being introduced that were like, wait a minute, where did this shit come from? Yeah. I, I don't understand. Well, with an origin movie, you can make up any kind of shit you want, and I thought they did a good job at it. Yeah, but we don't know where that's just coming from. Did they just... I, I felt that it was written in last minute. Uh, uh, one of those things being the staff. Uh, the, the, the control of the power happens in the staff. You would figure that they would guard it more than just leaving it at the very first scene and then picking it up at the very end scene. The staff should have been what he was looking for to begin with. The bad guy should have been looking for the staff, not the person that controlled the power. He always knew where the realm was. Why didn't he just go for the staff? He always knew it was there. 
I don't think he needed the staff until he tried to take the power. It's the transfer of power. Right, but he didn't need it without the kid. I, I don't know. He, he, I don't know. It's 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 very strange to me that there are certain parts of this movie that are just thrown in and written conveniently because it was an afterthought, uh, and the, the the staff was part of it. It's like the staff is the source of their power, how to transfer it, and yeah. he he broke it at the very end. He should have done that at the very beginning. I don't want anybody else getting this power. I'm bro- I'm breaking the well, staff. I, I don't think he had any idea what was going on at that point. Nobody does in this whole movie. That's my right, point. But I mean, Including the people watching this movie. Nobody knows what's going on. Well, and and that was a great parody. Is that too, too. harsh? No, I, I thought it, it's great. You really feel what he's feeling. You have no idea what's happening, what's going on. And then, like you said, it, once, once he uses Shazam, he's got to figure out why is he Shazam and what can he do? And right. then he tests the powers. And it's a good thing he had a uh, foster brother who was a comic book nerd and was already into the superhero thing beforehand. I'm glad that you bring that up. And you really needed him to guide you through the movie, especially in a standalone movie where... I like how you say that. Uh, in a standalone movie where... He technically is anything. walking you through a superhero movie. Yeah, like I could show this to, you know, my 80-year-old <laughs> father and he would get it. Yep. You know, because they kind of dumbed it down. There's for, literally for, a child that's fighting it to you. Yes, yes. So, can I rebuttal that? Go. Uh, speaking of rebuttals, uh, Zachary Levi's rebuttal looked really good in his suit. Can I say Zachary Levi? I don't know if it was the suit that he got buff, or if he really got mm-hmm. buff. He looks fucking great. Am I wrong? He looks like a fucking superhero. Uh, absolutely, he did. Uh, I'm, I'm going to credit that a little bit more to the uh, It looks like there's a lot of padding. Digital enhancement than looks- actual... Workout. DC does not have the money for digital enhancement. It was all... And by the way, uh, one of the reasons I did not give this movie a perfect score, some of the CG... I, I, I liked how this movie gave a nostalgic feel to the 90s, um, but also some of the CG was... with 90s technology. Right. <laughs> the CG looked like it was from the 90s. Am I wrong? Some of it was very bad. I thought most of it was all right. I said some of it was very bad, which means um, most of it you you're agreeing with me. I guess most of it was most of it was good, and I, I said some of, of it was very I bad. Didn't like in, in, in oh god, I guess it's because I deal with graphics every day. Maybe, maybe. Uh, and and you definitely effects. look at things and hear things way different than I do. Thank you. So. Um, I, you meant that as an insult. I'm like, thank you. I appreciate I, I, that. I, I didn't really. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of guys who are in bands, and when they listen to music, like they can hear the drum line or just the guitar or just the. That's bass. me. I'm not that guy. When I hear a song, <laughs> I hear a song. I hear everything together. I can't usually pick out just the drum line or just, uh, you know, the guitar line unless it's super highlighted in the song. You know, like it goes a little solo or whatever, and uh, that's why I watch. Yeah, I hear I hear things different, and I see things different than 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 people who are in the industry. Let's call it. Thank you. Of of audiovisual, so that that's for sure. That's why I watch most movies more than once, and you know this about me. The first time I watch it, I do it for the experience. Uh, today was a completely different experience than anything else. I will forever. Remember Shazam for a different reason than I remember most movies. So right, me, right, yeah, no, the, the theater experience. Way. The theater experience was excellent. not the best theater ever, but notice, I gave this theater a better score 
than I did Adobe Digital just because of the experience. It's yeah. not necessarily about the equipment that you have there. No, it's the experience. I agree. Um, I mean, in equipment, Dolby Digital has a way better score than this theater does, but in movie going And that's what we talked about earlier. It's like... They it, don't serve food there either. They, they definitely suffered in my score because they don't serve food at the Dolby Digital. You're right. I mean, you know, I'm a fat guy. I love to eat, bro. And who else is going to let you bring in your own fucking TV tray? I did. And neck pillow. I, I, I really, I brought a TV tray and a neck pillow. I Jesus really, Christ! I really, put, I don't know that AMC would let me do that. Nobody would. Um, this place did, and uh, I, I really. But if it I wasn't, loved the, if, the if it wasn't, feel. If it, yes, I felt at home. Yeah, I love the, the home, the home feel of it. Yeah, and I didn't remember especially until hallway, afterwards. Especially that hallway with all the posters that were laying on top of each other. I mean, it, it was really a great. I regret that we didn't take more pictures. We should have done that. And um, you should have. I said should. we, and then you, you threw it back on me. I appreciate that. I appreciate should, that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, um, all right. Well, let's let's digress. I guess we were talking about. Well, you go then, because I I. Well, I, I said I, I loved everything about the family aspect of this movie, uh, I, um, you which know. is a spoiler that we need to go to at the end, but then. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we can wait on, on, on the very end spoiler there, but... We're I mean, still trying I, to do I chronological did, as much right. as we can. And, and I, I did enjoy, it was very comedic to watch Shazam try to test his powers with his uh, foster brother, you know, and he's it like... It felt very Spider-Man He's, he's like, it was, because Spider-Man is also a 15-year-old kid who was just given mm-hmm. powers in a suit, and is exploring everything, and, and um, I love that about Spider-Man, and I loved it about Shazam. You know, without a doubt. And, and again, the, the homage to uh, Big with Tom Hanks, where they use that uh, p- the, the step on piano, uh, I really got a kick out of that. Um, but, but there were you a lot definitely, of laughs. You definitely laughed more than I did. Um, and, I, and I don't hate you for it. I, I was actually teetering the entire time. But I may be more easily amused than you are as well. <laughs> I know you are for a fact. I know you are for a fact. I'm a happy um, guy. I'm easily amused. So. It's, which is great. Uh, and I kind of envy you for that. Uh, what? But here, I guess... Can I pose you a question? Sure. Go ahead. How did you feel about uh, your earlier statement where it was a 90s Spielberg uh, in feel type movie? You mentioned that earlier, and I wonder I, I'm how, so how glad that you brought that up because I, I was kind of trying to figure out a way to bring that back. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and, and I was because when you said it, I thought ET, and I was like, really? I'm like, that's I I really I, I did not I really wanted to I was See, I was waiting I was waiting for that, and uh, the last time I felt that sort of Spielbergian uh, feeling was when we did. Uh, Ready Player One. Um, yeah, yeah, mainly that was... because that was fucking Spielberg. You can't, as a critic, you can't say this is the best I've felt Spielberg right. since the '90s, and then not watch Ready Player One, which is actually yeah. Spielberg since the '90s. Right, right. It's and, a fucking and... insult to him because this has nothing to do with Spielberg, and fuck whoever that critic was because they are wrong. No, but I could compare this movie to E.T. I feel 
you know, I could compare. Yeah, and ET is '80s, not even '90s. Sure, sure. I get what but, you're saying. But which the, is also Spielberg, though. Uh, but I got that 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 campy, mm-hmm. that 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 happy campy feeling. Can you I know? tell you why? 100%. This is where it went away for me. I was feeling it all the way up until um, that feeling where in the fir- and I and as origin stories go, I'm gonna compare this to Iron Man for a second. Um, Iron Man, there was a whole montage. It took at least 15 to 20 minutes for him how to use his powers. And then when somebody else get their powers, all of a sudden they all know how to fly and do super speed and do all these fucking amazing things that literally took a third of the movie for us to him for us to watch how to fly. And then when we finally figure out how he flies, it's a blackout scene. Like he literally passes out and all of a sudden he's floating over the street. I don't I, I hate that. Mm-hmm. Why what Okay, so it took him 30 minutes to learn how to use his powers just by freaking out. And then all of a sudden, spoiler alert, which we've done clearly, uh, he has an entire family of siblings that know how to use their superpowers in five minutes? Well, they didn't. They were just, they they had, I mean, the way I saw it, it was just like everything they did was like, oh my God, what, what just happened? What did I just do? How did I do that? They, they weren't and then they like, defeated a bad guy, which we have to bring back the demons, too. We have to talk about the control of the demons. And right. I still haven't talked about the spoiler alert with Shazam. I still have to blow your mind about that. The, um, the Greek yeah, gods yeah. And, the, and, the, and the religion. We still have to go back to that, by the way. We still haven't finished that point. Well, we'll bring that in right now because from what I heard, you know, it was the seven deadly sins. Uh, one okay. deadly sin represented each demon. Okay. Which... Um, our uh, English or British friend had control of once he. Uh, Do we have to bring that up again? You're right, Mark Strong. <laughs> yes, thank yes, you, Mark good, Strong. Good for you. So when he when he took over the roles of villain, shout out to it. Mark Strong. He, he he is a very underrated actor. He needs he needs to be spoken to. I like him in everything. I love. I he's great. Him. But anyway, um, Mark Strong, good job. So yeah, and and so again, the each kid, demon was a was a deadly sin, right. which is clearly from Catholicism. Is where the seven sure. deadly sins come from. Sure, one hundred percent. But when the wizard Christianity, but when sure. the when the wizard um, gave all of his magic powers to our to Shazam, the, our hero, and our wizard was Shazam, by the way. Um, by the way, um, also uh, Shazam Senior needs to be said. Uh, there are empty thrones, and something said to Doctor Thaddeus, the original one that was called during. Uh, the beginning scene where we see the origin story of the bad guy, Dr. Thaddeus, the, the kid, uh, he was called upon. Uh, he saw symbols. Shit went crazy. Uh, it was tur- it turned out he was not the the one. He spent his entire life up to this point now. Now we're to the, the other guy, the, the other kid with the hoodie, the, the orphan, uh, foster family with a dude from... Uh, I'm trying to catch everybody up here with dude from um, uh, Walking Dead, the Asian dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets a family together, right? Uh, now we have this scenario where he becomes uh, he becomes a doctor. He's tracking down, um, and he actually gets control of these seven different demons that are 
yes. a, a um, representative of the the seven levels, or what is it? The, the seven deadly sins. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one which is demon what we were talking about before. One demon represented by each sin. But when the wizard passes his power from Shazam to our new Shazam, our hero, mm-hmm. he tells him that he's getting the power of each god. And his gods, to me, were uh, Greek gods. He, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I can name them all, but he definitely mentioned... Here is perfect. Uh, so perfect. He mentioned Zeus. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentioned... Uh, here's, where, here's where I come in. Um, Achilles, I believe he mentioned as well. <clears throat> Uh, remember how I was talking Hercules? about. Remember how I was talking about how uh, DC wanted to throw it back into Marvel's face that they were going to replace the original Captain Marvel with a new name. Yeah. So think about the letters in Shazam. Uh huh. They all stand for a different god, and they're either Greek or Roman. Or wait, Greek or. What's the other I, one? I thought they were all Greek. Roman, Roman gods are the other ones. Uh, Greek and Roman mythology. Well, okay, well, no. Um, was it, I thought... Greek and Roman mythology are the only ones I really am familiar with. So, S-H-A-Z-A-M. I just realized right, so H is while I was watching the movie, I was like, holy fuck. They took Shazam. Each different letter is... At the very beginning, when he's giving him the powers of the gods, mm-hmm. he says S for something, uh, something. He says yeah. H for Hercules. He says A for blah. He says Z for Zeus. He says A for another blah. M for Mercury. Yeah, he did say Mercury. Mercury and... Um, he said Mercury. He said... Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I do. I get it. Uh, I, I, I did get you it. recognize that during the movie? I did not. I did not no, but no. I, and I've never heard that before. They were Me naming either. they were naming the gods off as Shazam. His yep. powers are... He has one S-H-A-Z-A-M. He has... Sorry, I just dropped your phone. And I owe you a phone if I... Nailed it. Good job, Apple. I have a good case. I hope so. I hope you have good insurance, too. Nailed it. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, But I don't know if you noticed that or not. And I can probably Google it on the phone that I just broke of yours. Um, um, no, no. It each, makes perfect sense. It's, each one. It's brilliant. Good, good, good. Each one. And, and I so can't. So his name's an acronym. I mean. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. And uh, am I the only one? Uh, maybe. Because even, even the nerds that were there know. did not. Say anything about that? No. So what did it? What does it stand for? S is. Yeah, I don't know which one S is. I'm sure we could look it up online. Though. Yeah, I want to be better than that. Mm-hmm. Can you think of those? We know Z is Zeus. H is Hercules. One A is Achilles. Uh, M is Mercury. And are, am I correct and in saying Artemis, that these are? I think Artemis is the other A. Am I correct in saying that these are two different? The, they're they're melding not only Christianity, Catholicism, they're doing all the different gods and magic all into one movie. Yeah, yeah. They're just doing a hot spot. They're just like whatever. We're gonna throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. Oh, guess what? It all stuck, and now we have to stick with it. And it didn't. T- for for the love of God, the mo- most of it didn't make any sense to be honest with you. But I was just like, all right, we're going with it because I guess it's fun. Uh, I I really. I really think most of this movie was filler 
but good filler in the sense that I actually asked for what most of this movie was, and it was, and I hate this, and I hate this term, and you know I hate this term. It was a coming of age movie. There's a kid. It definitely he, was. A he's trying of age to movie. figure out. At the same time, he never has a family. He doesn't. He's always been betrayed, and now he has superpowers, and he doesn't trust anybody. And now he has to figure out a way to 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 put a family together. And also, he's being chased by a bad guy, and he's a superhero with all these crazy superpowers. Which one of the things that I liked when they were testing out his superpowers, he wanted to do um, one of your favorite scenes. You told me on the way over here we didn't record it. The uh, the laser eyes. Yes. Yeah, he's like laser eyes, and it didn't work. So he and just he... put his fingers up by his head and <laughs> shot the lightning. I was like, that was excellent. I really enjoyed that. And from the 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 perspective that they were shooting it from his like iPhone or whatever. He, he, you could totally tell that he was putting his uh, his hands next to his eyes and shooting it, but it was still pretty funny. This movie had more laughs than I really wanted it to have, um, but the the laughs that they went for on purpose didn't get laughs. The laughs that were organic, I know that's also mm-hmm. something cheesy, It they totally landed. Um but that's and, just and the internet over here says you're absolutely correct. By the way, with the Shazam and the representation, it's an acronym. oh, did you get it? What, I did. What yes. are they? What are they representing? So, so thank um, you for thank you. By the way, good job. Yeah, no, uh, you're absolutely correct. It is an acronym, and uh, S is for Solomon, the wisdom of oh, Solomon. Oh, the wisdom of Solomon. That's yeah. Christian, and um, that's a total Christian thing, isn't it? The the that's like fucking legit. Temple. That's legit old. Uh, what do you call it? Old Testament Bible. It is. That's that's not even Christian. That's Jew. Well, don't you know? Let's not get Jewish. Jew. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Judaism. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. And uh, so Solomon. Right. H is for Hercules, the strength. Nice. Uh, a is for the stamina of Atlas, including <laughs> his all in uh um, invulnerability. That's why he was bulletproof. Okay. They did. I did enjoy the... Also, we have to talk about the realm I, I, I did the enjoy unspoken, the unspoken power that nobody talked about yet. I did enjoy when he foiled the robbery, and they shot him, and he figured out he was bulletproof, and the kid was like, well, we don't know if it's him or the shoot. Shoot him in the face. Shoot him in the face. He's like, yeah, do and that. Wait, what? totally <laughs> shot him in the face, and he's like, it tickles a little. And also, you're screwed. And, and he uh, legit yeah, yeah. shot him out. So, and then... Um, so yeah, the stamina of Atlas was the A, including mm-hmm. his invulnerability. Okay. The power of Zeus, including his ability to summon summon thunderbolts. That's why he controlled. Z. Okay. And that's why he had the sparkly fingers and uh, right. did all that stuff. Captain Sparkly Fingers. And then uh, the courage of Achilles. So he has got courage, and then. But uh, isn't that isn't that the power of flight? Achilles isn't known for his. He, yes, he, no, he, Achilles was just a very brave soldier. Oh, because he flew too close. To, he clu- he flew that's too close Icarus. to the sun. Oh, that's Icarus. Well, fuck Achilles! I could just cut you in the heel. He could fall over. He, he's the one who who made it. He had the courage, and that's what took him out. They cut his uh, tendons at, at his thing, and that's why it's. Achilles there are heel. so many hot. There, there's Did a, you ever see a, Troy with Brad no, Pitt? I, yeah, it was terrible. Movie. It was an amazing movie. I get loved it. Get the fuck out of here. I loved it. No, literally, get the fuck out of here. I, I really loved it. Um, the and speed is Mercury. The the hodgepodge of magic 
and mythology. It's just too much. It's there's there's there are way too many and and it's fucking crazy. I'm not even a fucking DC fan. And as they as he was saying, S H A Z Z A M. I'm like that's how now that's how they got Shazam, and it's actually brilliant. But the fucking guy who came up with this is actually just stoned and reading way too many Bibles from too many different religions and throwing everything. It's like Harry Potter on acid, this fucking thing. But for kids, I guess, without the acid. I, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I digress. I just, it's just, they they just throw so many things together. Like, I don't think that they knew and can we talk about the fucking elephant in the room? I've been talking about um, loopholes the entire time, and I'm gonna and I'm, and I'm gonna talk about why this movie didn't get a perfect score with me. This is something that's been pissing me off in the DC universe for a really long time. I especially since the first season of Supergirl, uh, when they introduced Superman, uh, they never showed his face. They actually had him in multiple episodes where he was just fucking laid out on a hospital bed. This is not a joke. I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. It's the very first season. Uh, I think it's this, the end of the first season and into the second season of Supergirl where Superman is introduced. And he's even in the intro. But when you see the intro for Supergirl, it's just a lens flare and it's covering his face up. Mm-hmm. Then when he's actually in the show... He doesn't show up. His face is obscured, and he's laid out on a on a hospital bed for at least three or four episodes. Now, fast forward, and this is something I've been talking about for forever, especially in the first portion of this podcast. These these fucking people at at DC didn't know who Superman was going to be, even when this movie came out. So when they showed. A cameo, a very quick cameo, the very end of this fucking movie that showed Superman. It was, by the way, a terrible body double. Didn't even look like Henry Cavill at all. But we don't know because it was just that, a body double, and we never saw his face. Yep. We only even saw part of his chest is all we saw. We saw the, we saw the S logo and that was it. And a very and a very poor replica of the Superman Returns, uh, or not even that the Batman Superman costume basically, and it was, and it was the terrible. Man of Steel costume. The Man of Steel costume. Yeah, that's what I recognized it as. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not as sensitive as you are. I thought it was fine. They got their point across. Superman showed up. I got it. Yeah. That's all uh, I uh, I but can I can I say another loophole, um, which which ha- which is actually part of the very end? Um, we're we're kind of fast forwarding. Uh, obviously, this is not going to be in chronological order. Uh, but when you're talking about um, uh, the part where you have um, what is it the again the coming together of the siblings. Yes. And they're all getting their own powers. And wait, hold on. Before that, I'm trying. I'm really trying to get it to where. Um, just spoil the spoilers. Yeah, I kind of did actually. <laughs> Am I wrong about that? Um, you spoiled all the spoilers. I'm just saying you were trying to hold on to it. You let it out. I kind of did. Uh, like a little fart. But, but where? <laughs> which, by the way, uh, I was reclining, and I thought you were going to laugh because 
I wanted to do it during like an explosion or something on the screen, and then I hit the the reclining button, yeah. and it made a farting noise right when it got quiet on the uh, screen. I was like, son of a... And then nobody, nobody was laughing except me. Anyway, um, no, but for real, uh, let's go back to what we were talking about just now. Um, do you remember? Because... I really don't. I, wa- I kind of want to pause it right now to, to go back and, and listen, but I don't. Because um, I really don't want to get off track. There was there was a, a really good point that I was trying to make, uh, but I, I was trying to make a joke and it wasn't really that funny. Um, I'm going to go yes on all of that. Do you want to pause it? No. And go back? or No, no I want to keep talking. You've let the cat out of the bag. That all his, all his foster brothers and sisters get powers. Yeah, but I was going somewhere with that. I was um, there was a reason I was bringing that up. And Something I completely... about a loophole. Ah, here we go. Thank you. Um, do you remember when the Batarang? Yeah. When they went the realm, I was I wanted you to bring up the realm mm-hmm. for a reason, for two reasons. Thank you so much for bringing me back on track. That's why he's here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the whole time, especially in the first part, I was ta- I was talking about I wanted there to be some way that this movie tied into the DC universe. And what I really liked about this movie, the reason it was positive for me, is that uh, we have children that are in a world where Batman and Superman actually exist, and now... They are in that universe, and this is a comedic part of that. And It's not um, comedic, it's just new. I mean, all we saw was an origin story. Right. And, uh... But before I lose track... Obviously, he's friends with Superman. I mean, so that's no lie. Well, now... You don't think he had an actor, do you? They didn't really say if he did Well, no. Well, now we know that. But, um, uh, before I lose track, please, I just got back on track. So let me lose track again. Um... Jesus Christ, I just had it. Loophole. Uh, thank you. Um, when... Um, I, I it's really, a bunch of dead air here. No, I know. I, you just, I was really on track, and you just threw me off track again, and I, and I really... It was really on track back again. Uh, I don't want to go... I'm really going to have to edit this out now. This is fucking terrible. I really had it. You just knocked me off track. Um... Fuck. Yeah, well, anyway. No, no, not anyway. Not anyway. This is a really good point. I really need to make it. Um, Go back just a little bit. We were talking about uh, the the loophole uh, uh, in the lair. In the lair. You you know what I'm saying now? I know what the realm is. Yeah, and the lair. So in the realm, um, we find out that... uh, while everybody's getting their powers, here's another inconsistency that I kind of didn't like, but I kind of do like. The battery. Um, they, they're all of a sudden um, wondering how he gets from the lair back to the real world. Mm-hmm. And we figure out that he also has teleportation powers. Um, Just um, by thinking where he... And he can take everybody with him. Where did that come from? That's another reason why this movie wasn't... Um, and also, uh, we never even got to how the, the, the evil brother gets to control all of, the, all of the evil people representing 
or the gargoyles, rather, representing... I'm sure. Uh, there are just so, so many loopholes here. It's just like, I, I don't understand, like, all of a sudden we're supposed to, along with the doors that appear out of nowhere... Mm-hmm. We're we're supposed to believe that he can control those and let's not open those anymore and then and then all of a sudden uh, we figure out that he can control uh, the seven deadly sins and one of them never comes out. Where did that notion come from? Nobody ever really goes into these things. It's just something we're supposed to know. Again, like uh, if you're a DC nerd. You're going to pick up on these things, but we're not. And I was just so fucking confused. Like, oh, okay, so was he able to teleport this whole time? And why is it that he's just now... Well, although the question was not answered, I, I feel through the assumption that it's how <coughs> the only way that he can exit the realm world. That's what I think. But yeah. I'm, I don't know. I have no evidence other than the movie I watched with you. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, th- those. That's, well, you asked me about the loophole, and I was desperately trying to... For God's sakes, cling on for dear life, but cling on. Cling on for dear life. <coughs> Nailed it. Cling on. Um, I don't know. Like I said, uh, that's that's one of the reasons why this movie didn't get a perfect score for me. It's just like, okay, I'm on board, and then I'm not, and then I'm on, and then all of a sudden, um, we're supposed to figure out that Envy is stuck inside of this guy, and also he has a crystal eyeball that he's, we're supposed to rip out. All of a sudden, we know that they. Well, they kept saying the power was in the eye. There he was has a weird eye. It was just too convenient. It was too conveniently written. All of a sudden, they knew everything, and. Well, I think that, I don't know. That's, it he, was just he, weird, man. I think after the situation presented itself and he dealt with it, that the wisdom of Solomon, as a power. He figured it out, what he had to do. I mean, that's part of his power is the wisdom of Solomon. So, you know, super smart is there. Uh, by the way, the skeet you shooting... You know what? I'll buy that. The skeet that's shooting... That's actually pretty funny. The skeet shooting with the lightning out of the finger at the textbooks that he was calling out, science, math, you know? I thought they were... He, I thought he was boom. learning... Yeah, yeah. And he was blasting books. He was books. blowing up books like skeet shooting. <laughs> that was actually really funny. That, that was a good part of learning power there. I enjoyed that. You know too. what? I'm glad we got back on track. I may, I still might have to do a lot of editing because that was a lot of dead air just now. Yeah. I hate I hate when I get off track. I tried to make it up where you just stopped. No, no, no. You but... fucking actually derailed me more, but I'm glad we, back, we, we got back on track. I appreciate that. And, um, and I got to ask you, the seven deadly sins, the demons, mm-hmm. did you recognize any of them? I believe one of the demons was a recast. I believe it was too. What was he? Who was he? And what movie? I was gonna say. Um, hold on, give me a second. All right. All I, right. Hate, I hate it when people. Yep. I, I hate it when I tell people to to hold on because uh, Todd Glass does the same thing, and I hate it when he does it on his show. And now I'm doing it to you, but I'm doing it for a reason because I know both of those answers. Um, the answer is. Uh, Ghostbusters. Shazam! That's correct! Yes! And it was... Uh, absolutely. The looked, um, Dozer, I believe his name was in that movie? I saw two of them then. And who? What was the other? Uh, what's his face? The original. Um, Slimer. But he was fucking gray and his mouth was oh, way bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did kind of look like Slimer. Yeah. And, and by the way... I believe he was Sloth. Thank you for that, because I got to go back and tell you, uh, this movie does not get... A, 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 and I, and I, I know I'm just reiterating, and I hate it when people do that, but... Uh, the CG, uh, it the looked, demons. some of them 
like the 3D shit in Jaws 3D, mm-hmm. I saw that shit in this movie, and I'm like, that's unacceptable. The outline that you see around the 3D Jaws, I oh, saw that in this movie, and I'm just like, nope. That is I unacceptable. See, I didn't see that. It's fucking terrible. You guys should be ashamed of yourself. They're never going to listen to I this. I didn't see it. It was terrible, man. Some wow. of some of the shit that I... Some of the CG that I watched in this movie was unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Still better than Justice League. And yeah. still unacceptable. Unacceptable. It's it's fucking saddening. I, I, I was good, man. I was good. I, I believe... What did I give it? An 8.777? I think I gave it. It was pretty good, man. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And I, and, I, and I respect your opinion. Um... You're wrong, but I respect your opinion. I'm um, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's. Um, I'll take that, man. I don't no, care. I'm just. I'm fucking. I'm just kidding. I'll how, take it. How am I gonna? How am I gonna do that? I mean, it's cool. Man. I, respect I respect your opinion. Your opinion Fuck you, time, but you're wrong constantly. Yeah, no. Oh wow. Okay. So, you just want to say it out loud? Right, it okay. I say it as a joke, but you actually. Mean it. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. <coughs> I'm just um, kidding. No. Uh, so that being said, uh, can we? So there's a point at the very end where um, they get to the lair. Yep, they do. And they figure out sort of... And I'd like to say that they get to the lair because, um, you know, our Mark Strong guy shows up and he just is like, get in there. You know, and it was just like, wow. And he threw him right through a door he's, into the realm. He's literally and, like pushing kids around. Well, no, he just threw Shazam in there and followed him in. And then the kids went in right. and followed him in voluntarily, armed with whatever weapons kids could come up with, being the Batarang. Here's, okay, thank you for bringing me back to the second loophole, mm-hmm. the Batarang. Yeah. Thank you. We just came back from there. Uh, you know what? That whole silent part, I'm going to leave it in because it's going gonna, it's gonna to mean more now that I remembered it. Uh when we first learn that his weakness is when most of the demons come out of his eyeball, right? He gets cut by the batarang by accident. Mm-hmm. Shazam is the one that learns that. Why do we learn that then later on from the kids? When Shazam was the one that learned it, the kid didn't know that to begin with, and he's like. Oh, I get it now. No, the kid just threw a batarang at a bad guy. And when, right. When the bad guy turned around, Shazam saw that right. he was cut. So and then, when all the demons went in, he saw all the blood in the cut here. Right. But then when we go back, and the the one that that reveals it to everybody else, he's like, "Oh, that's that's his weakness." How does he know? He wasn't the one that saw it. Shazam was the one that saw him heal and get cut by the batarang. Yeah. The little kid didn't know that. The brother, the the cru- the one on the crutch. Yeah. He he then says it. He he then says it to all the other siblings. Oh, this is his weakness, because he got cut. How do you know that? He wasn't the one that saw he, it. He and then they actually made a joke about it later. He didn't. Where the it. bad guy, our our British our British bad yeah. guy, was yelling, and. Guess what? Shazam doesn't have super hearing. He couldn't hear him. He was blocks mm-hmm. away. There was street noise. Which was really funny. Which was that. funny. Yeah, I really enjoyed But that. that calls back to the fact that I was the only one that saw you bleed. How does he, how does my crippled brother know? I, well, I have the answer to this if you stop talking. I'm not going to stop talking. It doesn't <laughs> well, make sense. 
And the reason that the kid yells it out is because when Shazam sees that he, he, he the blood, he picked up the batarang and stabbed him. After he stabbed him and he went down, the kid said, he's weak when the demons are out. He didn't say it right after the guy got caught. He said it after Shazam stabbed him in the back with the batarang. Perhaps and I was down. Perhaps I was going for a delicious fry, which those fries were actually good. And, did, and did you, you missed the stabbing? And I probably missed the stabbing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he saw him, the blood get dried up like that, he grabbed the batarang and stabbed him right in the back. Who grabbed the batarang? Shazam. Yeah, but that that still doesn't answer my question. No, after how he, does the kid know then later on that it's like, oh, he's only because he weak. saw Shazam stab him while all the demons were out. I don't believe that out. at all. I do oh, not believe that. Oh, that's what I believe happened. That's okay, what I saw. all right, all right. That's what I saw. That's what I saw happen. All right, let us know what you think. Uh, fans dot a week late at gmail dot com. <laughs> how do you like that one? Uh huh. I'm gonna send um, it. Well, you know what? Maybe he did answer the question. I believe that's what I saw. Can we get into the uh, continued family portion of it? I don't know yeah. what to believe. You know I hate Justice League yeah. and how characters shouldn't be introduced before everybody knows who they are. Uh, for the hardcore DC fans and going into the closing credits of this movie, uh, I did not know what the fuck was happening at the very end where everybody was superheroes, all of his family was all of a sudden older, which, by the way, uh, I didn't know until the very end that the oldest uh, foster sister uh, was, in fact, a senior in high school. She looked like a full-grown woman, and then when she became a superhero, she got, like, twice as old. She was the oldest one there on all levels, even though... Uh, Shazam is quite old himself. Like he even said, he's like mid thirties. Well, he's guessing. He's like, I gotta be like twenty five. He said mid twenties. Which be Zachary 30. Levi, he's he's our age, right? He's just he's way better there. looking. And but well, well, as soon as they, they as, a millionaire. When, when you saw Shazam come to the realization of telling everybody to grab his staff, I immediately thought of the. Uh, the wizard sitting in the chair with all the other empty thrones saying that there used to be a bunch of them. And when he did that, I was like, oh, he's got to fill all those chairs. Right. I, I never thought like, that until the very oh, end. Oh, no, I got, right away I got you, that. You figured that out in the very beginning? Well, no, as soon as he came to the realization and told everybody to grab his Well, that's when everybody got name. it. That's what I'm saying. That's when I got it, too. Well, congratulations. But I didn't see it coming, them becoming superheroes until that happened. Uh, I get it. You know, I mean, that was the twist, right? Did you see it coming? I did, I did not. not. I did not. You know? But now it makes sense on how that happened. And, um, yeah. I guess that goes with your theme in that this movie has heart. Um, yeah. It was all about and, family in a way that I never saw coming. And when he finally tracked down his mom. Uh, oh, and, that and kind of hurt a little I bit, did, didn't it? Dude, yeah, that was, uh, that was rough. Uh, that, that I did not think that was going to happen that way. Uh, I guess that's DC's dark coming out again i guess so yeah yeah you know i thought you know what i thought was going to happen is that uh you know thank you for bringing that up um he finally finds his real mom and she's like doubled down on not giving a fuck she did and i didn't <laughs> see that like, coming I, I was like holy shit and then he's obviously with a douchebag yeah and i thought that the douchebag was going to come out and start beating her up and he was going to save her and he's like nope peace out and that never came back again 
Mm-mm. I was like, all right, thanks a lot, DC. That shit was. He learned. You know, the, he learned the hard way to choose your own family. Jesus, fuck, man. Don't take what you're given. I mean. I wish I could choose my own. Oh. Uh, Oof. I think the only downside is uh, you're unadoptable. The only upside is that they're you're, not listening to this at all ever. You're unadoptable. Hey, there goes my aunt. I'm just kidding. That's not really her. Hey, he fell for that one. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Who was that then? There's nobody. <laughs> there's nobody there. Oh shit. You got whores? Uh, do I? I don't know. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, no, um, I'm sure we skipped a bunch. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I mean, I could be, oh, oh, I do have to say, as far as inconsistencies are concerned, uh, speaking of when he met his mom, um, the editing in this movie, uh, not okay. DC has to be, again, with the consistency. She literally closed the door. There was a sound effect that closed the door and then the very next scene the door was still open when she told him to get the fuck out of there uh-huh. and he left the door was open for the entire last scene after the sound effect was put in to close the door you i know that's super nerdy i'm the only one that will ever know that that shit actually happened whoever goes and watches this movie fucking quote me on that shit and you're super uh quirky because you listen to this and you've heard this episode and watch the movie and listen to this what I'm saying right now. That's fucked up. Uh, I, I if you go it back takes and, a certain time. If you go back and watch this movie, uh, also the Ferris wheel that falls down. Uh, entirely empty. No people on it. While it's falling down, at least put CG people in the fucking Ferris wheel while it's falling. Well, the... There was nobody on that fucking Ferris wheel when it was falling and then after Well was... she but she rescued them off of there. Not no. She rescued maybe four people. Yeah, two cars. There was an entire fucking Ferris wheel full of people. And um, and then and then when she when she after she rescued those people, there were still two more people on there. Yeah, the bullies. And the whole thing fell. Yeah, the bullies were there. And guess what? After it fell, they were still in there, and the same fucking seat that they were on was not. They were not in there as the fucking Ferris wheel was falling. Bet me on that. I, I, I can believe that. Bet me on that. It was so fucking... T- the editing... Uh, it's just... I, I Come on, DC. You got you can do better than this. Mm-hmm. And I liked this movie. You can do better than this. It's fucking... It's... Uh, I almost want to knock this another level down, but I already gave my... I already gave my score. I'm not going to do that. But I do technically own a time machine, which is the internet. I can go back and... And I also said, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit more liberal with my fucking podcast. I am going to change my fucking score. Or maybe I won't. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. There's just, there's so many fucking loopholes. Yeah, it was a great experience. Movie. It was a good movie. It was, uh, uh, again, a great experience. And, um, you know, I, I, I definitely had a great time. And, uh, and again, um, you definitely like this movie way more than I did. You, uh, you're I, not going to nitpick it. You never will. No, I'm you, not that kind of nitpicker. I'm, I'd rather, like I said, I'd rather have a movie and and um, nitpick be disappointed. Nitpick Don't say it with the hard R. Don't say it with the hard R. Not allowed on here. Not allowed on this podcast. And um, nailed it. Uh, That's funny. Come on. I feel so unracist right now. <laughs> Come on, that was a good joke. Yeah, no, it was very funny. Thank you. All right. Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'd rather have a movie and, and have a couple of problems with it than not have a movie at all. So Can I I'm, say I'm always a lot happier with a movie. Would you recommend this to the to the listeners? Um go watch it in a theater? I would say it could wait till DVD. I don't oh, think that. Oh, shit. After all that? No, no, I really enjoyed it. But to me, like, you've got to have a lot of stuff going on in the movie for it to be eye candy for me. Yeah, you there know, wasn't enough for me. There, there wasn't enough eye candy, like like the explosions Thank and making scenes or incredible CGI stuff. It didn't have but eye candy. But you still give it way more than I did. Uh, it was a feel-good movie. It was a real family movie. Again, I really love the family concept in the movie itself. You're right. And, um, Which, by the way, we still haven't even you know uh, talked about the the full potential of where they can go with this franchise. If people will will hold on to the Shazam family, the Shazamily yeah. nailed it. Uh, with all the with with the with the Asians and mm-hmm. the and the blacks and the Jews, uh, the Jew the Jewzam, that that's gonna work great. Wow, uh, I'm going for it. Uh, cause nobody's gonna listen to this. A jam, a jam, a jam is nice. It is. Sounds good. Well, uh, what about Blazam, the black girl? I'd like to say that when I looked up the acronym thing, I was thinking, what else could they have called him? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I started jumbling all the letters. Mashism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Ash Ash I like. <laughs> Ash Ash That's funny. So. I was like, yeah, I could have called him a lot of things in the acronym like that. Somewhere. Could even switch to God out if you needed to. <laughs> exactly. Somewhere Snoop Dogg. Somewhere Snoop Dogg's talking to Image Comics like, let's do one. <laughs> He's going to sneak in a Z somewhere. Shizzle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come absolutely. on, that's a good joke. It's going to be great. He's getting. They should do it with rappers like Tupac and Big <laughs> <laughs> They just form a huge like yeah, rapper yeah, robot. Um, a superhero. A superhero a rapper rap robot. Superhero. Oh, the pure of heart out of Compton. To be placed by. Like Captain Planet, but for black rappers from and, the uh, West yeah. Coast. There you go. That's Sweet. crazy. The dream team right, of rappers. We definitely have to trademark that before we release this episode, because sure. that's a really good idea. Yeah. That's, but, uh, that's hilarious. But yeah, no, overall, I had a great time. I loved the movie. Thought it was good. And, uh, Are we done? Glad I watched it. Uh, yeah, I think I, I don't think I have anything more to say about it. What about the siblings at the end? Do you do like? Do you think this is going to go anywhere? or This is one and done. I, I'm going to say we're going to get a second one. Okay. And I'll watch it. Based on the first one, I'll go see the second one. No problem. Um, I won't keep what? my expectation as high though. Right. I think you're going to... I think I'm bringing you down to my Lizevel. Uh, nailed it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I don't think that each of the siblings is going to be a Shazam. I don't think they all have no, the same... I'm they saying, all have individual powers. We were actually talking about Green Lantern and mm-hmm. stuff like that in the first portion. This is kind of like that now. I had no idea... But all the Green Lanterns are equal in power. These people have different powers. Each one has their own special ability. That they're discovering as it happens. And they're I, like, holy shit, did you I see just, that? I just don't what think... What um, Entertainment-wise, I don't think that... And, and I don't know who any of these people are. And knowing DC, I don't think that they care enough about who these people are as these actors and the characters in this movie. If they have a sequel, I guarantee you 
all of his siblings will be completely different actors. I don't disagree DC with that. does not give a fuck I don't, I don't who plays with this now. I don't disagree with that at all. That being said, so, thank you guys for listening. Are we done? Um, yeah, I think we are. Do you um, want to do, like... I don't think there's anything else to talk about, really. Um, we beat, I'll, give, I'll give that last shout-out to Yancey Street Comics because they're doing Hellboy on uh, April uh, 11th. And, if uh, that means anything, I have to get this show out before that. If not, and, I apologize. But thank and, you for well, doing they're, that. They're also regardless. going to be doing the uh, Avengers Endgame. Yes. Uh, and I believe they're doing that on the 26th or the 25th. If anybody is local and listening, please go support your your local comic book stores, your local theaters. This, this was so much fun. Um, I got out of my... Uh, I got out of my, and I'm still not out of it, really. I'm never out of my uh, comfort zone. Thank you. I can't even say it. I'm so into, mm-hmm. inside of it still. Um, but thank you guys. Thank everybody. Uh, yeah. I got to do my rounds. I haven't done in in a really long time. Uh, Fans.aweeklate. Still have done it. Fans.aweeklate at gmail.com. SoundCloud.com slash a week late. Facebook.com slash week late podcast. Uh, I'm on iTunes. Just search uh, a week late or F E N um, at Fen Promos at a week late on Twitter and at a week late on Instagram. He is Big Rich. Thank you, sir, for doing this uh, this whole thing. Um, I want to give a shout-out to also Skylar. She will be on the Endgame show coming she up will. at the end we of the month. She will. We got our tickets for that. Uh, We're doing the Dolby Theater for the Endgame. Not bragging or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, during the uh, ticket blackout for Avengers Endgame, uh, our new production manager got... <laughs> I'm just a location scout and secure. Sorry, sorry. You're right. And, uh, and I did. I got his tickets. We're still negotiating his new title. But, While uh, Fandango and AMC were crashing Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. Uh, when Fandango becomes a sponsor, we will give it away. Uh, great app, though. Uh, thanks to them. Even though I think they had a... Even... I didn't get our tickets through Fandango. Right, so never mind. Uh, AMC. Do you have anything to plug? Do you want to... Oh, you're supposed to talk about um, your biker friends about that in real world and not on the social media. So, I am Darren Torres, a.k.a. Analysis49. This has been a week late podcast, and I will see you a week ago. Don't forget to remember tomorrow. Cheers. Bye-bye for now. Wicked, wicked, wah. Wicked, wicked, wah.